Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash J-R-E-E Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, gang, if you are in Ottawa, be sure to check out our sponsor for this podcast, Ward 14. Ward 14 is Ottawa's first and only consignment bar. That's right. Everything inside the bar is for sale. The bar stools, the bar tops, the board games, the fish. I don't know about the fish, but everything pretty much is for sale in this bar. They have a lovely food menu. They have uh, great specialty drinks. The staff are awesome. Uh, It's a quaint little place. If you're looking for a place to go in Ottawa, it's in the heart of Ottawa's Little Italy. Check them out. Ward 14, 139 Preston, right beside the fire station. Uh, Ward 14, sweet little consignment bar. Check them out if you are in Ottawa. Thanks so much. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. I thought you were really going to hold that one out. I thought you were gonna... Sorry, I let you down. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to monster truck that one. Uh, welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. Uh, I am Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. What's up, haters? And Simon. <laughs> How's it going? Um, how was the week, gentlemen? Big week, big comeback week for the old uh, Joseph. I lost myself without this week. You lost yourself last week. You mean? yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it does it feel like a month since we've done something with relevant content? It does feel like a long time. Feels but, like a while. But what a week! Holy shit! To wait, what a week to wait! Holy shit! To get into the business. This is something else. Do you think Joe just knew it was going to be a smoke show week? So he was like, I got to, I can't, I got to take a week off. Just keep them wanting more. Maybe that's why the week was so great. Or, or he had maybe to refill his half fr- of those freezer. people would have been maybe. on a different week filled maybe. in with a couple of, you know, I He don't had know, to refill his freezer. Eddie Bravo's. The ticket was freezer. bought. Ari hasn't been on in a while. Uh, for those of you joining us for the first time, uh, the format is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the JRE this week. And we're going to rate, review, and whatever. This, that, and the other. <laughs> you can tell I don't care anymore. Um, all those bad reviews have got me down. No. Um, yeah, this was. We'll start by rating the week. Do you want to go over the guests? The guests were Miss, Miss Pat, Pat, and then um, Charlemagne and Andrew. No, it was no, Duncan first Trussell. It was oh, yeah, Duncan, sorry, Duncan. Then uh, Psychonaut Duncan Trussell, yeah. and then Charlemagne the God and Andrew Schultz, and then dun 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 dun. And then Bob, just for Simon, Bob, Bob Lazar, Lazar and some other guy. Say his name. Who me? I don't oh. know. I remember <laughs> Bob Lazar. His name is Bob Lazar. His name is Bob. I feel like that's out of Fight Club. It is. Yeah. His name is Bob Lazar. Yeah. His name he was seen his name was UFO. Bob Lazar. I am not crazy. What was that guy's name in the movie? Who the fuck cares? Uh-huh. Wasn't it Bob though? It was Bob. He's, my name is yeah. Bob, yeah. Meatloaf with the titties. You got it. So yeah. Bob had bitch tits. Amazing, amazing week. Yeah. All right, well let's start by rating said week then, shall we? How many Jamie Vernons do you give it, Kamar? Uh, oh, Kamar, yeah. Oh, oh you're looking at him, though. Yeah, you like that little bait and switch? Yeah, the no look. Uh, I'm giving this 4, 4.5, to be honest with you. 4.5 for the week. Okay. It's a strong week. Simon? I have to give it a 
Boom! Wow, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> and and that is not all because of Bob. Dancing with I perfection. I thought the week was amazing. I thought Miss Pat was amazing. I thought Duncan was incredible. I really liked Charlemagne, and then just as the fucking icing on Simon's fancy cake. There's something to be said though that. It's like after a week of no Joes. So whoever was on was like, oh, thank God, uh, geez, just something. That was my point kind of moving into this was like, maybe we're, maybe we're all just so amped because there was nothing. But I don't think so. I think it was just strong, 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 strong. I give it a four and a half. Personally, I think Bob Lazar brought the week down, but that's my opinion. Wow. Are you going to keep I thought it was a, those beers? I, like I, I, I thought it was abusive. No, he's slurping yes. into the mic. I apologize to listeners. Getting way more comfortable. No socks again. I, I'm not wearing socks either. It's my house. Well, it's your house. It's summertime, bro. It's true. It is summer. Yeah. Let's um, hear it for summer. Yeah. I thought Miss Pat was incredible. Uh, Duncan was interesting. I've been waiting for Charlemagne to come on, so I was super amped on that one. And uh, I mean, Bob Lazar, listen, I thought content-wise, it was very interesting to listen to. I just thought um, the other guy and Bob himself were just so fucking weird. Well, I think coupled with the documentary makes everything really weird. He's had to do a lot of press lately, and I don't think he likes it at all. Well, we know he doesn't like it at all. That's why it was painful to hear someone in a really uncomfortable position talk for fucking two hours. And that was my point is, I mean, we'll get to it after, but I just really quickly for you, I know that you and I spoke yesterday briefly about it and you were like, I would have to give that episode a 4.85 or whatever what? ridiculous. You guys one. are rating before we get to the air? No, no, no. Because I wanted to have a, a conversation with him about where he was at ratings wise. Because I just like, please keep, save it for the the live show. <laughs> what a piece of shit. I just, my point is this, Kamar. I don't like, you can be excited for someone to like, we assume Chappelle's going to come on, right? That's, well, they're performing together. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think it's going to happen, but we can hope. But when it would saying happen. this, being as excited as I am for Chappelle to go on, if he went on and it was kind of a boring episode, I wouldn't just give it a five because I was amped on Chappelle. Was kind of my point. Yeah, and that's not why I gave. I didn't give it a five. Well, we've all learned that expectations I, are. Always, I've given it nothing yet. So yeah, well, that we'll get there. To be seen, but what I appreciated about that episode is you can watch that documentary and you can make your opinion for yourself. You know what I mean? But it's a produced documentary. This was a conversation and it's more to me, that was way more informative than watching that documentary over. You you know what I'm saying? So I mean, if we have time, we'll get to Bob Bazaar. (laughs) Listen, I always say it every week and the people that actually like the show, Say they like long episodes. Oh, this, this is, is going to be, be one like of seven hours. Yeah. I hope not, but. This is going to be a long time. You're going to want to do part two halfway through Bob Lazar. Fuck. All right. Well, uh, did, we all, did we all rate it? We, we didn't. Uh, I just said 4. 4.5. 4.5. 4.9, yeah. Oh, so the number, yeah. 13, 12. We'll just get right into it. Miss Pat. Mm-hmm. Miss Pat and the big ass fat titties. I think you're doing it. Sorry. He's saying it negatively where she says it positively. No, I'm, I love her titties. Let me try it again. He's also doing it wrong. Me and my there's, big fat titties. There's two Ds. Titties. Titties. It's, it's titties. Titties. Oh, there you go. Me and my big fat titties. On your desk, Joe. I love Miss Pat. Yeah, but, she was amazing. She had been on before. What? I had. I'd never heard that episode. Really? Yeah, so this was the first time. This was fresh, oh, yeah, he keeps fresh the, guests for me. You know me. what? I just, it just hit me. He kept saying, the last time you were on, we talked about your story. <coughs> 
She was great. Which is a crazy story. I think she's an inspiration to every human being on the planet Earth. Oh, for sure. This episode was incredible. I was just thinking about people who uh, place themselves as victims, and I can't, I can't achieve what you can achieve because of what's happened to me. Need to listen to Miss Pat. Guaranteed. I will say this. Listening to her story, you constantly hear um, right-wing assholes go on Joe's show and talk about socialism. And like I, I'm, I think it was Peter Schiff who was like, we don't need government programs because people in the community should be willing to help out other people in the community that need it. And in listening to Miss Pat, it's like, if the community has absolutely nothing, then the community can't help anyone. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't just go in this blind... You brought all the ashtrays down? Wow, okay. You can't just go in some blind... Like, well, the people in your community will help out. No, sometimes, unfortunately, the government does have to step in and help some people out because, as you could see, like, this woman's story was fucked. Mm -hmm. It was out of control. And there was no one in her community that was going to help her. She seemed to be the person in the community helping people. She was the community. How about nobody in her family? Like, holy shit, man. Her family seems terrible. That guy fucking... Did he marry her at 14? No, he got her pregnant. He just raped her. Three times because she had an abortion. Oh, sorry. Yes, time. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Oh, the other crazy. guy. Yeah. No, I mean, the guy who shot her in the back of the head. Everything you add up yeah. makes her. If your life was fucked, you'd be like, hey, I don't blame you. That's so horrible happening. But the fact that she's made it, like, I keep her. Do you guys hear about what happened to Bella Thorne? Yeah, the nude, the naked photos. So she, her photos got hacked. I don't know. Who is Bella Thorne? Some she's actress. Else? She's. I thought she was a model actress model whatever and her photos got hacked <coughs> so Apparently. she released them so she released them saying shame on you uh i'll beat you to the punch or whatever she pulled the eminem eight mile or whatever and then um whoopi goldberg was like look if you're a famous person don't take naked pictures there's a chance they're gonna get out there and she was like crying and like this attack and it's like nothing's <laughs> happening here at all she was crying because of oprah what she was uh, crying because of what whoopi goldberg, whoopi goldberg said, said yeah, said, yeah. And just felt like such a victim. And it's like, these aren't even issues. Surviving, growing up in a crack house. Like, come on, man. Yeah, no, I agree. It's ridiculous. But Miss Pat, just for her to have such a like happy uh, demeanor about herself. It's crazy. And she was funny. Like I was saying to Simon, like J.D. Hudson or whatever his fucking name was. It's so funny that you don't know his last name. J.D. Witherspoon. Uh, yeah. Hudson. I don't know, know, but he was. I knew exactly who he was talking about when he called him JD Hudson, but it's just just another name. What's your issue with JD Witherspoon? No, he's just funny. He doesn't have to tell bits. She's just funny. But she is so much funnier than JD was. I don't know. Like, hold he, on, are you talking he, about the son? Because that's the no. Son. Sorry, sorry. The, John the dad, Witherspoon. John, is the John dad. Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah. JD so, is the son. The dad. John Witherspoon and Miss Pat was very funny. In the same room together would be the funniest thing ever. I'm sure. She is, she's, she's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, she had me laughing the whole time. She had Joe laughing the whole time. I believe he laughed more than he talked. I think he did too. If you time it, like not be able to breathe laughs. And Joe's laugh is the fucking best. If you could fill, Kamar, if you could fill a room, a comedy room full of Joe's, it'd probably be the most, uh, as long as you can get some laughs. It's a very supportive laugh. It'd be a sonic experience. But it's also, it's, there's nothing to me that seems disingenuous about it. Like Andrew Schultz, I don't believe he's ever laughed at anything in his life, realistically. 
I don't think he has a laugh that he understands. Do you know what I mean? Like foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm just whatever. No, Everyone I, knows who was I, on I this agree. Week. That's definitely one of my notes. I'm like, what is what is with this guy? I'm sure. Tackle? I'm sure I heard uh, Jamie lose it a bit too. Listen, Miss Pat. Yeah, I she mean, was how hilarious. Could you not? Yeah. No, she, she was on fire. He's my, a, my crackhead babies, Joe. I got my crackhead babies at Disneyland. They all <laughs> wearing matching outfits and shit. I just love too her like her attitude towards her kids. Like the bus driver called me, and the bus driver was like, "Miss Pat, your daughter's late every day." And I said, "Bitch, leave that child there." <laughs> <laughs> fucking incredible. Um, at nine, at, at like around the nine thirty mark, I think she calls Joe Jeff. Did you catch that? Oh, listen, she mispronounced Southern hundreds Joel. of words. What was the one that Jamie oh, had? Niece, to- niece. Oh no, no, sorry, naive. She was saying naive, and uh, Joe thought she was saying. No, but it's because she didn't say naive. She was like, oh, fuck. I wish I could remember. I think I w- she said Neve. It's Neve. And just like Neve. And he's trying to figure it out. And that the could best, be up there with Finna, though. My favorite, though, is she looks over at, at Jamie like, you know what I'm saying. Tell him what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, black Twitter. Yeah, I'm like, just because he's on black <laughs> Twitter doesn't mean Jamie. But he did. I think she wanted to fuck Jamie. Um, she, she inadvertently, or maybe not inadvertently, made a great point during one of her jokes, which was, so whatever state they've now banned abortion in. Alabama. Alabama. So it's illegal to have an abortion. I believe but it's Alabama. it's not illegal to stick a firecracker up your twat. Do you see where I'm going here? So it's abortion so it, is technically legal. It all depends on how you go about said abortion. Doctor, it's, doctor assisted. It's so stupid though, right? If like you don't they, mind burn they marks would on legitimate, your Well, they would legitimately rather you hurt yourself than... Because that's going to be the option. Is It's just going to be a bunch of people getting these... Like they did in the old days when they were banning abortions, these backwoods. Or Sorry, just, I, this isn't. We won't talk about this. You just drive over time, state lines. Just, what are you? Up I don't to know. Right Sorry, now? man. Listen, sorry, all sorry, I'll sorry. say is this: Alabama, as far as I know, is not a very big state. I assume or progressive. I assume that along the border of Alabama, they're just going to pop up a shitload of abortion. But clinics. a lot of people can't even get to the border, right? Oh, you're saying it's that small. I that. just said Alabama's. I don't think Alabama. Whoa, he well, no, just said. What I mean, Simon, is if you if you if you were smack dab in the middle of Alabama, I don't think it takes more than three hours to okay, drive to that, a border any which way. Gotcha. So Uber. They could keep get in to mind. I'm not. I'm not defending Alabama's ridiculous choice. I'm just saying. I don't think they're without options. Whereas no, like, I, I. My point was. You know, her joke is. Yeah. I don't think she was trying to make a social point. I think she was trying to. Or maybe she was. Who knows? Well, I mean, the real thing is like you could rape a woman and do less time yeah, than if you abort the child. It's so, you, yeah, you it's know crazy. What? It doesn't matter. Uh, so she had her first baby at 14, her second baby at 15. Nuts. And then at Nuts. 16, she got an abortion to not have this third child with this dude. Like, Married man. Yeah, Miss Pat likes to fuck. And so she's, yeah, raising her four crack babies are all from... Her niece. Diff- no, I think... Two of them are from her niece, and, and then, then two, two of them are from. They're two different relatives. No, no, I thought she had two of her sister's kids, oh, and then maybe, her yeah, sister sorry. had a kid, yeah, you're and right, her you're sister right. ran yeah. off. Yep, yep. And you're it's to- her. You're totally that's right. her niece's kids. So I guess that's we say like all those people around her, they can't get their shit together. So it does take some. There's something special about this woman. Might have also been her husband. Because mm-hmm. um, hold on, let's stop and think about him for just a moment. Oh, her husband she has now? The new one. Who rolls over and says, I feel like I have Yeah, yeah, sex. but think about yeah. it. Not at all. You, you think want about some this, pussy? Not But at hold all. on. Think about the scenario he walked into. So like, so yeah. you've got four of your own, yeah, plus he, you're raising like- He sounds like a saint. Total saint. But he gets to hang out with Miss Pat all the time. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, but I mean, if she's wearing yesterday's pussy, that's no good. Here, he he doesn't like to see her comedy. Here's a question, okay? Um, so remember Je- Jenna, Jessa Reed? Yes. She's that the crackhead uh, comedian there. Ex, Say, I think of her crackhead. in the same breath. Okay, well, this is what I was going to ask. So somebody like that who has who did horrible things but came through on or the to other. to themselves. Had horrible things happen to themselves. Like horrible things happen to themselves. It's not like she killed people. Yeah, I guess it's different. But she did some pretty like... Listen, she if she was up. a crackhead, Kamara, I'm sure she did some fucked up things to some people at some point. I think she's pretty open about it. She did fucked up shit to herself. Okay. No, I'm Fair just enough. saying Fair coming out, story, coming so. out on the other side as a reformed somebody who's seen the light and uh, this is a bad example for miss pat this is better suited for her do you then say okay you are then you know you're absolved you're absolved of all of that because now you can see the error of your ways of course or do you still say like well you managed to get to that depth so it doesn't exist it's the past I mean, Hold on, you're kind of arguing that if you haven't gotten caught for something, because we all like, exactly, she, she obviously committed crimes. No, I don't mean, I don't mean, I don't mean crimes. I just mean like, if you do something, anyone's allowed to do something. That's I, foreshadowing in our next podcast. If I do something, anybody's allowed to do something. I don't understand what the fuck that means. If you Any, don't want something to happen, anything you should that do it. you should do. Everybody should be able to do. That's something that uh, Duncan said in the next episode. Sorry. Okay, sorry. That, that was a... That was a that, yeah. Foreshadowing. Okay. We're already off to a terrible start. Um, She's amazing. I hope she becomes a billionaire. I wonder if Oprah even knows who Miss Pat is. She must. Because she was talking about opening for Cat Williams and shit. So she's in the mix. Which I love Cat Williams. I like that she said she believed the mountain lion Joe Rogan story. And it just got me thinking out of all of like the rumors out there to have befall you. He couldn't have asked for a better one. Yeah. You know? Right. But uh, you could believe it. I'm sure sitting across him, like, yeah, I bet his you sister believed it. He said, she mm-hmm. called him up. Did you really do that? Well, he's, he, imagine the lore around him. I came through the oh mic. That was nice. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, part this of me is crazy. That burp was oh, brought to you by Paps yeah, Blue Ribbon. Jesus, shout out! Send us some money. Well, here's a good question for you, Matthew. Sure. Because I was also thinking about this when I started thinking about Joe and the Mountain Lion, and he started saying, "Well, you know, I run with my dogs, like he always says, and I carry this knife." So you're in the woods with your dog. You have a little dog. I also have two smaller dogs, and I mean, maybe it's not a mountain lion, but. Okay, let's let's start with a mountain lion. A mountain lion a comes mountain lion, and jacks your dog. Yeah. You are using that moment. You love your dog. Of course. But you're using that moment and that distraction to book it. Well, yeah. What am I going to do? I think I have, be there's shattered. nothing I can do. I think you're going to be shattered. Oh, well, I'm definitely going to be if a you broken could get, man. You, if you sure. could get your hands on like a big stick, like the size of a bat, let's say. You could probably try to save your. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Lion. Let's keep in mind. Does it already have him? Because if it already has him, he's done. Is it running away with him? Is it looking at you? The pounds, the pounds per square inch of pressure of a mountain lion's jaw oh, if versus he, eight if pounds he, of if teeth. If he has him, it's, that's what I'm saying. If he has done. him, it's over. But I'm, what if it's like uh, it, he's coming up on him instead of coming up on you? But it hasn't happened yet. I throw a rock for sure. Okay. Well, okay. I I think I feel the same. If if it seems insurmountable for you, it's easily, to for me, for you it's easy. You have bounce. two dogs. Throwing a rock, you're probably going to save one at least. I I wasn't even thinking that though. I was just thinking one. Using dog, your pet as a pawn is, is that what we're talking about here? Well, 
look, if you're in the woods and a bear is there and you had like a husky, let's say, that husky's nature is probably to attack that bear. I think um, Chico's nature is even to attack that bear. No. Okay. If Chico's you, if to you, bark three times and then turn and run away. If you yell at the dog <laughs> and he doesn't go, like, fuck, you should yeah, have done that, boy. Yeah. And you feel bad. But if a bear's attacking you and the dog comes and saves you, buys you time, do you run away or of do you course. join no, your no, dog no, no, no. At that to point, slay the bear and point. die side by There's each. no slaying this the bear. Is insane. Well, no I don't know. That's a tough call. There's no slaying the bear. That's a tough My call. My next question though, Matt, is okay, so mountain lion, good, done. We know we're going to use that time to run away. Wolf, I would think the same thing. Hold on. Chico's pretty charming. I would assume that he would the wolf use would said charm. Well, not no, not, no, not don't want to fuck him, but he would be like, you know, I'm one of you, right? He would it's been eat, a long they would time, eat but like, him no, no, he would, he would talk his way into Anyways, it. He'd be so, like, listen, that guy running too, he's not that big a pussy. Just give him a chance. What animal, is there another animal that besides a bear, obviously, because that would be above the mountain lion that you would run from to say, to not save your dog? Um, a, a giant otter. A fucking otter? Otters are super vicious. Man. I know, especially when vicious. you're in the element in water. Yeah. You're treading water, trying to fight the hold thing. Hold on, if I'm in now, I'm in water. If this you're exactly. lot, no, We've water is a totally yes. different. Yes, no. If I'm on land, I'd go after the otter. Just for about sure. every other animal you fight against. Have you ever kicked a football? A coyote. Have you ever kicked a football? Yeah, you're not kicking a giant otter. Listen, for sure. Yeah, yeah, but it's not going. Anywhere. I get it, but if you boot, if you kick that thing full, just remind me after this podcast to um, pull up a picture of a giant otter for you, his fangs, and see I how know close what they you like. want to get with your foot. Anyways, but like a skunk, a porcupine, a porcupine's a good one because I could really fuck you up, but it would really also fuck your dog up. Why are we doing this? Uh, yeah, sorry. man. Yeah, sorry, you dug as a whole. Miss Pat was an inspiration, <laughs> hilarious, uh, yeah. foul mouth. I couldn't tell if she was a Republican or a Democrat. I mean, she was just, she represented her. <laughs> I love when he does that. Praise and women. Speaking of dogs and Miss Pat, though, she was saying that she used to have that dog that she'd fight. They'd fight their dogs yeah, when yeah. they were kids. I'm from the South. Don't then judge she'd me. she'd jump in if anybody I'll was going to. i put gonna, a dog in a yeah, headlock, Yeah, it was Joe. so yeah. funny. But then. Just we picturing her sitting on the corner with her dog sharing the candy. But hold that on, even better was is like, that was another yeah. one where she was like, she was like, I'd split a later with my dog, and Joe's like, a what? A now later. He's like, what the hell's that? A now and later, Joe, a candy bar, and he's like, I oh, had a now and no later. No idea what she was saying. I knew exactly. Annihilator. God bless Miss Pat. Oh man, I've oh. heard a lot of black oh, people say that though. <laughs> if, if Bob Lazar wasn't on this episode, we could talk about it forever. We really could, yeah. I mean, keep in mind, she was really just funny, like across the board. They talk about shit. No, I mean they talked about her they, 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 her, her sorry, woes and stuff, but they had already brought that up. And big, she's got a podcast. Big one. black or big dick black dudes who can't read. That was the I, that was so. I was funny. in tears laughing. All they can do is lay the pipe, yeah. and they know how to lay that's the pipe because be that's all they dick. do. Yeah, it's so funny. It's pretty good logic. But then it it was interesting. Interesting. It was funny that Joe mentioned that picture. I don't know if you guys saw that. Of it was like a meme that was going around. Of uh, yeah, I saw it on Instagram before. Guy Joe. holding girl. Yeah. Um, it's the international way every broke guy holds his I, girl. Just friend. been looking at that like the day before, and I, it's so true though. Course, right when you obviously. see some dude who's holding his girl too tight in line, guaranteed he doesn't even have a wallet on him, <laughs> and he knows he didn't drive there. He, he is not her. paying for anything. He can lose her at any second. Probably not. Oh, maybe he's, he's, he's a bum, but she needs him. That's well, usually I mean, the scenario. She's got to be brain dead. Any guy with a part-time job place. could sweep her off her feet, <laughs> show her fucking the good the life. The bus driver. 
Hey, well, they make a lot of money, bro. No, Miss Pat was. Uh, are we done? Do you have more notes there, Simon? Yeah, yeah, I did. Just yeah. Okay, sorry. If you want to be done, we can be done. No, but, no, no, no. I'm just trying to think in my head of what she brought up. They were was, talking about uh, mattresses that uh, cool you now, that stay cold. Yeah, yeah. I think I just invested in a mattress not very long ago, but that sounds fucking awesome because I hate being it was $15, hot. Fifteen thousand dollars. That the one they're talking about. That's what she said. Oh yeah, that's not happening. I'm yeah. sure you could buy some sort of cooling mat that you just do that with, anyways. Or have you heard of weight blankets? Yeah, I think there's so. a blanket that may, like yeah, it's yeah. really heavy and pushes you into your bed. Apparently, those are good. I saw a jacket yesterday on Instagram that has like two fans on the side, so it, like it blows air into the whole like cooled air into the whole jacket, so you can wear it in the summer. Sahara. It's an air conditioned parka. Not a parka. It's like a thin, like think about a windbreaker, but air conditioned. Hmm. Interesting. Very so interesting. meant for very, very hot climates, I would imagine. Like if you're in the desert or something. Well, it was Jeff Staple who was wearing it. Oh, so it's for but, New York City. Well, they, but even then, like he was like. It's hot in the city, babe. Well, he was saying, he was like, this would actually be incredible for the subway. But yeah. Dude, when she said, I don't know who Safari is. But this is me talking now. Safari. But when she said Safari's dick is so big, that ain't, a, I, that ain't an iPhone dick. That's an iPad dick. Yeah. <laughs> I was just yeah. like this. That is so funny. Every word that comes out of her mouth is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, she was fucking hilarious. And then she was trying to convince Joe that the butt butter actually works and that it was the government yeah. <laughs> trying to give them fucking bigger butts. <laughs> And black pussy incense, Joe. You ain't know about black pussy incense? Ooh, on a Sunday afternoon, you go over a black person's house and all that's burning is black pussy incense. Joe, it was the best smell you ever heard. Uh, the story of her mom taking them gambling and rubbing the dice all over her vagina. And she's like, and then I phoned my brother up. And asked yeah, me, she's like, yeah, you was running all over my balls. Mama, you, mama used to rub them dice on my nuts. Fucking that was hilarious! Very funny. Um, Mom yeah. used to run them dice on my pussy. That that's uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, she she I could have written down three quarters of the things she said because they were all. She might have been more hilarious. quotable than Naval. I mean, she was on fire. <laughs> but yeah, she was just real funny. She was hilarious. I would suggest listen to this episode. I could At have least done just to make yourself feel hearing her whole story though. Cause, cause I had missed the first one. Well, we'll do that. In a, we'll do that pieces. for a, Let's we'll do back. that for a, how, go back and verify the how old was hor- it? Horrifying. Do you remember? Yeah. It's, I'm talking about nine hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a year ago. What? Nine hundreds has to be over. A year it was like two okay, years ago. Well, I, it must've been, it must've been older than that. Probably either way. Well, like I said, one of you can pick it for the uh, this won't age well. We'll do that. The only thing is, Joe kept insisting that Miss Pat had to do a workout video with her son. Yeah, and he said everyone to watch it. I don't know if everyone will watch it, but I could see her and son there. Like Joe Rogan said, "Go work. We're going to." Dude, for sure that's gonna work. Her, I don't think so. Her and Junebug, that's gonna be hilarious. I don't. The think way it would she be. talks to her kids, if that's any, if that's how she's gonna talk to Junebug, it's gonna be really funny. And Junebug used to be huge. He used to be four hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, we. No, and, and his he, name is June. He lost his weight so he could fuck the chicks. Yeah, we know. Well, we'll see. We disagree. I'm sick of being fat, Mama. <laughs> I'm sick of being. Fat. Everything she says out of her mouth is gold, and all Joe does is laugh. And it's an interesting episode. Oh, listen! I'm about to give listen it, to her I'm podcast. A, I'm about to give it a five. So, are we are we going to rate it? Oh, let's get there. <laughs> Simon, go ahead. I rate Miss Pat a uh, four point eight. 
Kamar? I rate Miss Pat a five because I don't want to look like a curmudgeon. I give it. I love her. Women, black, uh, especially as a minority black woman, as a victim, she needs to be supported. And I want to be an ally. That's very un Trump. Okay. No, I, I, I quit this here. podcast. I'm, I'm trying to be Greg Fitzsimmons. Oh. No, I genuinely, I give it a five. I think it was, this is a must listen to episode. The only two fives I've given out this year have both been women. Odd, huh? Considering my utmost disdain for them. No, <laughs> <laughs> All right. And there goes that demographic. Um, um, no, no. I genuinely listen to this episode. If yeah, you want to just laugh and feel like uh, a little bit humbled, you ha- this is a great fucking episode. It was great because you don't walk away from it thinking like, okay, that was just a comedian and I wasted all my time. But it was so funny. So it really Hilarious. you know, ticked off a lot of boxes. It was good. It was Even great. then, this is just genuinely like it's not an overload of sensory where you're taking in a lot of info. It's just a, f- a great like two and a half hour conversation. I wish I could like it's give, an hour and 47 give the, that oh, okay. the number so people could go back and listen to, you know. And let's shut up Miss Pat. One. She has her own podcast. So, Oh, that's that was the, the other thing down. I was going to ask you. What do you guys think about a half hour podcast? Well, it depends. I mean, we couldn't cram all No, of no, ours. no. Just in general though. Like I, I don't listen to one podcast that's less than an hour. Well, think about it like this. If someone had a topic that really intrigued you, but they were just doing a half hour, but you're four- getting cut short. Well, no, what I'm saying, if they did four a week, like let's say it wasn't just on once, like let's say they, you know, they delve deep into something very specific for a half hour and then, and then two days from then they moved into another topic for a half hour. I mean, I don't know. I get where you're at. You Maybe like- she'll migrate into an hour or something. Listen, the one thing I've listened, I wish she does re- have time raising a bunch of fucking crack babies. Well, that too. Yeah. But I also think Simon, like from listening to the feedback we've gotten, it seems like 90% of people listen at work. Therefore, they're looking for something, anything to fill the well, time. I was gonna if say, we're any I mean, they're looking for like, yeah, like, I mean, if we could do an eight hour podcast, I think some people would be like, yeah, well, they're not listening to us because we're special. I don't know why they're listening to us, but thank um, you. Thank you. for listening. Appreciate it, though. That was interesting. Um, Looked me dead in the eyes when he said that. Now you know what it's like. Looking. Hmm. <laughs> Are we going to move on? The wrong point. The right gaze. Yeah, let's move on. Duncan, 13, 13. 1313, which is my favorite number. No, well, 13 is my favorite number, but 1313 is double my favorite number. Listen to this one. Do not watch it. Do watch it. Do not watch it. Just for the trip of it. So they're dressed up as Joe's wearing his orange astronaut outfit. And And aviators. And Duncan's in a ghillie suit. And Duncan is in a sniper suit. Is that? Ghillie suit. That's what it's called. They're not aviators, actually. Joe's wearing douche sunglasses. Joe has two. Um, NASA suits, yeah, the yeah. white and the orange. I didn't realize, but yeah, he made sure to let us know. It's just so ironic because we recently recorded a soon-to-be-released episode of uh, "This Won't Age Well," where we did episode number one of JRE. And in episode number one of JRE, if you watch it on YouTube, there's this terrible snowflake overlay because they recorded on Christmas Eve, and it makes it almost unwatchable. And I turned this one on, and that fucking bubble machine is running. And I was like, this is... But it ran out of power right away. <laughs> Thank God. No, I think they also were like... I think Jamie was noticing that the noise was a bit... Uh... Well, he probably... Oh, no, it's not even live, so they can't even see comments anymore of people no. saying, like, this is ridiculous. No. Get this off. It was ridiculous. It was a great reunion of great friends. But the fact that they did it, the way they did it, without really addressing it, was a mind fuck the first time I watched it. Duncan Trussell is amazing awesome dude he is amazing like 
I don't even I don't even think I've ever heard his comedy. I've never heard his comedy. I saw his comedy. He, uh, what's it like? It's it's great. He did the uh, the um, he does a thing with a puppet, like he, all the classics. Like he got big, and then like, okay, wait, wait, hold on. Oh, oh, sorry, is I, that your jewel, is, Kamar? Is he no, a, it's not mine. Can you take that quarter off it or mine. die for something? That's my jewel. It fell out of my pocket, I think. Yeah, but if there's change attached to it, it'll kill the battery. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Jewel. Uh, <laughs> Our what, other sponsor. What were, what were we talking about? We were talking Duncan, about Dr. Charles will be amazing and his comedy, and I said the, the bit with the dummy, and if you don't know about it. Oh, is little, he? The he, little hobo bit. If you haven't seen it, I, I would not want to step okay. on it. It's too much to step on anyways. But he's 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 a great comedian. But he uh, he blew up, got his money, and uh, devoted his uh, time to like. What did he get his money spiritualism from? Spiritualism and shit from comedy. He's still open for Joe all the time. Okay, fair enough. Then he like I he was a he's a headliner, and his podcast makes money. And Listen, stuff. He's obviously doing better than me. That wasn't my point. I just you said he got his money. Like I don't you think said it like I don't got think, I don't think riches upon payout. riches. No, no, but he, he he's okay, doing very enough. well for himself. He didn't have a TV show or anything. That was that, my like, question. Did he paid, sell? No. His, yeah. Did he and write he re- a pilot or? And he no. recently uh, had a kid, and it's made him even more grounded and way cooler. Yeah. No, I just think uh, him describing the and I know I've talked to you guys about this already, but describing the idea of being a farmer on somebody else's land to um, tend to the flowers that grow on your land. Yeah. Well, just to, to highlight this whole platform problem, right? Like he, he's very smart. He's very, uh, I mean, he goes off on some crazy what long tangents. What do you mean? <laughs> what were you getting out there? Just kind of like the, we're getting at a point. His analogy kind of, blah, blah, blah. of uh, no, no, just of, you know, you don't, you're deciding to put your farm up on property that belongs to another guy. You're, oh, this defended you the YouTube censorship. Yeah, uh, I didn't agree with that. Well, whatever. I mean, he's very insightful. I don't know how you can disagree with that statement he was making. It's no, I, I, I don't, I don't want to get into this argument again. Fair enough. <laughs> I just have a couple conspiracies in this. You know how in, um, when we did on the Patreon, the Artie Lang review. Yeah. Coming out soon. Um, and he told him about his amazing baseball skill and Joe couldn't care less. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Duncan was pushing the observatory that got shut down very hard. And Joe's like, okay, we'll talk about that. And then they, he just brushed him off. The observatory. I don't recall. Yeah. Exactly. Cause there's an observatory got shut down by the FBI. An observatory of stars. Like yeah. that kind of observatory? Yeah. Like a telescope. Hmm. Why? Child porn. Okay, what? Yeah. So you think Joe is involved in this kitty porn ring? I don't that- know. I, I don't know why he suppressed it, or did he suppress it? Did he actually make it? The- Holy what? shit. It's this dun- guy's starting conspiracies. Duncan it's Trussell. a Duncan Trussell episode. It's you, fine. Let you, him go. You don't remember Duncan Trussell pushing? You did hear about this observatory? The guy shut down Joe. You heard about yeah, it. I can't I believe I heard, you hear yeah. about this. Now, I don't know if Joe's a terrible. It. That's a terrible even, Duncan. Even All if, my that, friends, the even if I do, even if I do remember, 
why are you right away going to like Joe trying to suppress it or being hold part on, hold on, of stop. this somehow? You can't really shit on him. He started off by saying, this is my conspiracy theory. I'm just positive. <laughs> yeah. You alien boy over there, you got to watch fucking calling the kettle black for no, a second. No, this is crazy. Put me in just the because now. I believe in certain things doesn't... Certain things. Slow the fucking wagon down one second here, buddy. But it was two I things. I can't wait. I can't wait until the certain things that I believe in are just common just everyday things and you know you'll go back to just letting me berate Kamar no you're right I can't wait till there's a family of big feet living down the street from me is big feet the proper uh, <laughs> no I think big, big foot is big the foots plural oh big foot is the plural yeah, okay like moose gotcha I like big feet Family of big feet. You can go with that if you want. Listen, you're never going to have to use those words, so don't worry about it. And then uh, after that, shortly after that, uh, Duncan started talking about hollow earth. And I thought that would have been a great area to go into. And I felt Joe just got away from that, too. I think there's certain things that Joe just gives no fucking clout to, like hollow earth. I mean, it's just possible that like any other conversation, there are things that you're going to focus on and things you aren't going to focus on. Yeah, it's a real crime that they watch stuff and it, they can't show it obviously because it'd be taken down, you know what I mean? But it, that would make it the ultimate experience if you watch it with them because sometimes when they're looking at something, I find it dead air. See, you just brought up something really good. That's one thing that always bothers me is Joe talks about like if he had all the money in the world, how he would just do the podcast. And I'm in, every time he says that, I think you have all the money in the world and you you could choose to be demonetized. Yeah, you could choose to just do the podcast however the fuck you want. Just take your sponsor money and run. You don't even need it. And another thing, he doesn't even run ads on YouTube. So why is he worried? They, about, they run ads. Why is YouTube he, runs ads? Cow, no, cow you, no, you're missing to, the point. How does YouTube uh, run YouTube. ads? I see what you're saying. If you watch when Joe I watch Rogan, a Joe Rogan, no ads. There's no ad before it. He seems like he's too afraid of YouTube for a guy who shouldn't. Be but wait, do you want to do, do you want to address that? If he's not even showing ads on his videos, why is he worried about? But you can't demonetize. What's I'm a member of YouTube Premium, so these ads are. I, I, oh, so you don't I thought, get ads. Regardless. I don't get ads. I I thought you got an ad. I thought anything you watch, you get an ad at some point. No, I, I, no, no. When you put a video on YouTube, you have the option right away of hitting the monetize button. Maybe it's American YouTube and stuff actually does get taken down. And we're the stuff that is called demonetized, we're able to watch. I don't know. Because I watched every episode this week except for Miss Pat. She was the only one I listened to. I watched all of them and none of them had ads. Not a single one. Very interesting. It Dr. is, isn't Jones. it? You Very know what's stupid? The tapestries. <laughs> the tapestries. Is... Um, this no 13th floor in buildings like yeah if you're on the 14th you're on the 13th floor dummy yeah like what do you you think because you don't name it that it just disappears well i like two and they're like are we just going to give every culture the floor you culturally insensitive asshole yeah they came before us they don't like it teka deka phobia is all over the world. Imagine, or, imagine. Isn't that what that is? Te- Tecadecophobia is like the fear of the number 13. I forget. Something stupid. But like just, that. just imagine alienating. Uh, I don't know what percent of the population it is, but I'm sure it's a high population. Does, does, uh, uh, does it's a these- very low percent. Simon, I think the point more is people don't like seeing unlucky? the number. So even if well, you know you're on the 13th floor. It's probably just North America for a start. Oh, no. I'm assuming it's Asian. No, thirteen. No, no, no. no. I think that's an American thing. They have a different number. Yeah, I'm racist. You are racist. That's without a doubt. Without a doubt. Simon, what else you got there? Duncan was four hours long. Yeah. Um. Well, 
just the whole idea of these ancient drug civilizations. I've been giving that a lot of thought as to something you alluded to a little while ago, where just look, if we're not going to chalk it up to the direction I want to go in, then that's probably your next best guess, right? Like, you know, you have this super profound ayahuasca trip. You have these little dragons coming down telling you to, um, you know, uh, love thy neighbor. And when it's done, you write that down and, you know, through a zillion translations or people wanting to turn that into something it's not, you end up with the Bible or whatever, you know? That's, uh, that works for me. Is this your surrender? No, no, it's not a surrender. Like, I, we I don't... have gone to Bob Lazar and he's I have, up. Yeah, I don't know I what's have, going on. This I is a have no idea what... what you, you know, like, I just don't know. So I appreciate that. I can have multiple... Uh... Well, I think you just hit the nail on the head. None of us fucking know. Yeah. Even those that claim Sister. they do. But that, I could totally see... You know, especially if you don't know... Like, we know what drugs are supposed to do to us, right? I'm not all of them, obviously, but like, if you do Coke, you're pretty sure it's going to be like that other Coke or what Coke is supposed to. It's going to make you hyper. If you do this one, it's going to make you that. You do fucking four grams of mushrooms, and God knows what's going to happen, you know? You're going to dissolve your ego. Mm-hmm. I disagree. I mean, are you telling me that every mushroom trip you've had has been that vastly different? Well, if you do four Fair grams, man. Well, I've, I've, depending on how much I've taken has vastly changed. The, a half gram and a gram is whatever. That's a trip. nice area of play. But if you do four grams, you're going to go somewhere. I've never done four grams. You're going to get somewhere. <clears throat> but it's seven grams of terrible mushrooms. Yeah, once. But I that was doubling up from the night before. That, that, you ha- have that to, helps for your tolerance. But yeah. still, you went somewhere both those times. Maybe you didn't like where you went. The second time I didn't, I just threw up everywhere. Felt terrible. You didn't like where you went. Um, if you Fine. unfold a cube, yeah, it's a cross. Bum, bum, <laughs> Religion invented math. That's stupid. Um, but you know what really could happen? Go and, on. And this is this is for reals. For reals, zombies. Zombies could real really happen. You get some terrorist attack using um, some sort of virus. I was is, hoping you had caught yourself in the stupidity of your statement there. It seemed like he had caught himself. No, in the I, I don't mean zombies. <laughs> I mean it zombies really, to no, the no. social media. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it really no, no, seemed. I, I no, mean but then zombies. You, then you double down. So they get some sort of like a virus, right? Which is always what the zombies come from. And it just turns you into like a... Zombie. Uh, uh, some sort of brain dead thing. Like, look, it might not be them going after other people's flesh. I'm just saying that would be a very good way to disable a huge part of the population. I Listen, I can't keep do this podcast open. if you're going to look at me <laughs> keep like your that. Eyes right? open. Yeah, keep your eyes open. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Kamar. <laughs> cool. I think it's just all the positive stuff uh, he talks about more than zombies. Who, Duncan, um, you're talking about? It's yeah. it's not impossible, though. It's not impossible. Nothing is impossible. And isn't it um, funny how all through history there's been, like, people trying to kill vampires? What do you think I've been doing with my weekends? Mm. At the Parliament Hill, just making sure 
no Mothman. It's and a story. No fucking is, vampires. <laughs> it's a story that is as valid as the Bible. What vampires? Right, like, legend, the history, it's the lore. Not, it's not any more. It's probably more valid, Kamar, because it's been written about less than the stories in the Bible. So there there's been go. less time. To Nasratu. Fuck wow, I thought this was going to be one of our best episodes ever. What? What's wrong with this episode? We can't get Scrambling. a fucking, can't get a good line of thought going here. Um, wow. Holy shit. Listen, uh, I'm not na- feeling great. N- nature, this isn't the pose, Joe. Nature <laughs> really is metal, though. Mm-hmm. I've been noticing it a lot lately, starting with those stupid fucking birds at your island, okay? So here's this bird, the black-breasted cormorant or whatever the fuck it is. Double-breasted cormorant. It eats all the fish in the lake. Yeah. It's an invasive and then shit, yeah. It shits out poison. That's exactly what it does. It, yes. Like, the, you can't eat it. I mean, why would you want to? Bait? My point is, look, okay, Matt, here, if we're, if you have the problem that the the ducks on your uh, lake are doing something you don't like, they're eating all the bullfrogs, and you have to kill all those ducks, it's fucking great eating. You know what I'm saying? You're two, two birds, one stone, no pun intended. Sure. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so you're saying just, nature just created a shit animal. It just, it just. And made if you're a nature lover, you're like, no, no, don't kill the bird. Well, now they're Let letting us start killing to. the bird. No, come and on, they I open it up this year. You can kill fifty no, no. a day. For I don't want to kill a lot I'm of things. I'm just saying that side of the argument. But I am buying two rifles this summer for alternate reasons. <laughs> but maybe Matt, <laughs> you don't during, have to tell him Matt during comrade season, you and I can use said rifles to do a little bit of bird hunting. We well, have to get your gun license. December to March. Do you have your I'm gun license? Going, I'm not, no. You have we'll to go, get that. We'll go up there in the winter. Do you have well, your gun I'm, license? I'm going to have to get it when I buy my rifles. That's exciting. That's like flying. Well, not quite. Um, and th- so nature is metal back to metal. Uh, did you guys see that fucking spider eating the possum? The baby possum in uh, Tasmania. No. Holy fuck, man. Whose side are you on? Definitely not the spider. <laughs> oh, no, you just see him. He's dragging it away. Like, you don't see them fighting. But think about that. So a baby possum has got to be like, I don't know, at least. Much smaller than your hands are right f- now. A foot. It was a fucking massive thing, man. Well, Disgusting. I mean, listen, listen, Australia's fucked. I got all sorts of fucked up shit. Oh, was it down under <laughs> with a big <laughs> developer taste for blood? The most powerful thing I think Duncan says, and I try to listen to him all the time because it's it about how the Buddhist teaching that um, all life is suffering. Suffering is attachment. If you want to be happy, just don't be attached to anything. And that's why these monks surrender, you know what I mean? And that's why you can't have families. Well, no, you, you choose your suffering. Like I, 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 suffering I think is taken as like if you suffer, it's horrible. It, it's a, it's a horrible. Like you shouldn't suffer, but you have to suffer. Like you just you need rain to have rainbows. You know, you can't have the sweet without the sour. So, so. and so you suffer. I was say, and then Kamara's there's good, like those monks sitting up there. There's probably not a lot of joy in their life either. But there's no suffering. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Though it's just flatline. It's like, and so it's like life or living, and the choice you make is this balance you want to have. Depends on what's joy to you, also, right? Like. Maybe that just, you know, doing nothing and nothing, that is their ultimate joy. And like he said, I said in during Miss Pat, you know, anything you do, someone else should be able to do. Like he said that you said during Miss Pat? If he can't cut down on the uh, how much plastic he uses, the world's fucked. 
Right. Yeah. No, I, I mean, that does make sense, right? Like, I get why you can say, well, I can't do anything, right? The problem's too big. It's too big whether I use plastic or not. But if you're not even going to not use plastic, then there's no hope in hell. You're all part of the problem. I, I think he's or all part of the solution, Kamar. And there is the yin and the yang. Yeah. I, I just think he, like, I'm pretty sure there was a time when he was way more against hunting animals, push back against Joe, but now he's sort of like, he doesn't care about that Duncan. sort of shit. He's, he's become just, he's the guy, man. I love the guy. I, uh, w- I wish if I met him, he liked me. <laughs> yeah, he probably would. I think if they had some sort of like kibbutz system in North America, that would be really good for um, public service, mandatory public service, the yeah. world. Absolutely. Yeah. And Absolutely. if you want to tie that in somehow with the, the military, no, I think mil- mandatory military service. I couldn't agree more. For military age men is, I think it's a must, and it's easy. And women, it's easy. and women, sure, for, and women, yeah, fine. Well, if they want equality, then yeah, you're gonna have to pick up a gun too. That's it. Um, it just gives you more like. Your population is so less quick to go to war. Everyone knows the price that's paid. Yeah. Well, just everyone knows. Like, listen, I'm gonna be. I might have to be the guy. So maybe we should think this through a little more. And if you get compensated a bit, it's almost like that would be the uh, funnel for the universal basic income. Because you do this, you get this this dividend to right, go that, forth and learn. Or whatever. That would so make sense. Like you can't start collecting what you want until you pay your, which everybody time. has to do. And we'll figure out how everyone does it. Well, the, while you're on the kibbutz or whatever, um, you would be doing some sort of work that would then be paying, you, you know, they would get some sort of equity out of you. That's Absolutely. the idea. Yeah, no man, we solved something big here, boys. Well, Duncan did, but, that or everyone has uh, one year of rumpspiele or rump shake or whatever the fuck it was. The Amish thing mm-hmm. where you go away for a year and just fuck your brains out. <laughs> and here in yeah, Canada. But that only works for them because they don't get to do that. It's called the kibbutz. It's called the rumpspiele in here. It's called shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you everyone get to get your shenanigans yeah. for a year. That'd be great. Uh, they were talking about uh, vegans for a little bit and just the whole, you know. The bugs and the yeah. the soybean fields and that whole. You've lost uh, the battle. I've lost the battle. No, they, someone who who's fighting yeah. for all and all life is sacred. Well, it really, nature's metal proves that to me. I thought it was whose re- side you're gonna really pick. funny when he's like, uh, "Well, a true vegan. If you want to be a true vegan, then you just starve. You have to starve. That's just don't eat." Don't eat anything. No footprint whatsoever. <laughs> boom, you're good. And then again, two birds, one stone. No, couldn't you eat that Soylent shit that guy created? That's Soylent like, it's greens? Like cum? It's human? No, Soylent is the stuff he made. No, I know, but I you understand know that movie, yeah, yeah, that yeah. old movie. They uh, they also talked about O.J. Simpson. Have you seen him on Twitter? His Twitter is incredible. It's insane. Do you see the one where he's like, it's I just want to address the rumors about uh, people who go around saying I slept with uh, Chris uh, Kardashian or whatever, Chris Jenner. You know, that is completely not true. Like, who's saying that? Listen, man, the juice is just trying to stay relevant. Staying loose, man. I can't believe he's doing it. My favorite is that the first Twitter video he puts out, he ends it with, and... Uh, I got some getting back to do. Like I got some people to get <laughs> back at. Yeah, I got some getting even to do. That's it. Like, wh- what? Well, what the you- first one was just spelling the rumor that he slept with Chris Jenner. Jesus Christ. Which I still don't believe him. <laughs> the juice is it. I didn't believe him. Like, what a maniac. <laughs> and uh, Tim Dillon tweeted, if anyone wants to see uh, uh, racism in America, look at the reaction to a, a black athlete joining Twitter. 
<laughs> and he got shadows by Norm MacDonald. Said this is a real joke. Oh, it'd be great if Norm went on. Probably not going to happen. Yeah, that's a that's a. Well, Joe said he was trying to get him on, didn't that's he? A and Netflix is trying to get down. who on? Sorry, Joe said he's trying to get Norm on. I know you're not paying attention. Oh, Norm, yeah. Um, what about Bobby Lee? He hasn't been on in a while. Tiger Has he Belly? ever? I yeah. think I think Joe's like Bobby Lee. You got to write a new joke, and then I'll let you on. Maybe I don't know. No, they said it a few weeks ago. Joe was like, Bobby Lee keeps saying that. Every time I see him, I say, whenever you want to come on, you can come on. I think maybe it's too big a platform for Bobby Lee that he's... Uh... Well, remember we were talking about uh, Sam not being on? Sam who? Triple A. Never being on after, after that, that episode. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I, I, by the way though, hold on. He he'll was be on, on he was, I looked into it. He was on twice before that. I know, he, but he had never... I, he was opening for Joe. I agree. He was opening for Joe. He was on a whole bunch. After that episode, he was never on again. Uh, I think he'll be back. He on. talked about it on his podcast because just out of the blue, he says, "Yeah, you know, I used to be really tight with Joe Rogan, and then he just dropped me." And he's like, "I get it because I was crazy. He was doing a lot of drugs. I was, yeah, I was. I guess this was before he went sober." I don't assume um, that's what that means. But yeah, it was uh, it was just interesting that we had been talking about that. I think he'll be back though, because he's really bound to back, and he's tight with Eddie Bravo. He was his guest on his two hundred mm-hmm. episode. No, they're a tight crew, man. I they envy, talked I about aliens a lot, mm-hmm. and this was before we knew Lazar was going to be on. So before we knew, maybe he knew. We might as well just save all of that for Bobby Bob. Might as well. I mean, we, or we can split it up a little if you want. No, no. Why? Why bother? Um, well, Charlemagne talked about it too. So what? Do you, yeah. What do you think, though? Just kind of on that topic of <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. People getting. Um, like lots of famous geniuses mm-hmm. have, in air quotes there, mm-hmm. have said they've received like transmissions from, like Tesla said, outer space. Da Vinci, I mean, he alluded to all sorts of stuff. But they're like not shy about saying it's not me. This, I'm just, it's coming through me. They're a conduit. Yeah. The vessel. What, what do you think that's all about? Is that just them being... Um, humble? Humble, Yeah. But I mean, to be so specific, like, uh, what's his name? Tesla said it was coming from Mars. He was, it's where he said it was coming from. I mean, you could argue that these people were a bit crazy. That's where, what I was going to ask. You know. Again, I wonder how much drugs played into some of but this. But they're all, they're all like uh, profoundly exceptional at what they did. And yeah, it like, makes you think that more maybe than we should profoundly. just. It makes you think that None maybe, of them are just writers. Maybe we shouldn't lock crazy people up. Maybe we should just give them some creative tools. Well, that uh, I was going to talk about it in the next episode, but whatever. Um, Kaczynski, the Unabomber, when you go back and look at his manifesto now, it's like all coming to fruition, right? That's what I said. So, I mean, sorry, I should should rephrase that. It's not all coming to fruition. There are some points in there that are ringing pretty true right now. But for a crazy guy, he doesn't seem so crazy all of a sudden. The the brush he was painting with. The line between crazy and... Hold on, with him it was a bit different. They'd give it him a shitload of drugs. Well, he was part of the acid, the Harvard acid test. So it's a little bit different to be like, he might have been a very sane person and then the acid fucked him up. I'm probably it did or he had some underlying sickness that maybe you know them pumping him full of all that acid like but he he was trying to trip up technological 
progress. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't like social media, if you don't like all this shit, he was a hero of yours. Yeah, he like was a he, fucking Brad he's, Pitt and he's 12 Monkeys. Burt Kreischer's Hold ultimate on, adversary. But uh, Hold on. Let's, let's just back up for two seconds. Let's say he was just batshit crazy, like a, but like smart batshit crazy, maybe like autistic even on the spectrum. Maybe he just got spectrum. Lu- maybe he just got lucky in his prediction. You know what I mean? Like maybe I don't know. Like a lot of sci-fi writers do. I'm just saying, if you well, line- he got lucky, I think it was well thought out, and he just he knew something, man. Listen, it's like the monkeys and the typewriters. If you line a thousand crazy people up. No, it's the worst argument, though. The I agree, the but I'm going to use a different one. If you line 10,000 crazy people up and ask them about their conspiracy theories, one of them might hit one out of the park. Oh, and you're going to get some great ideas. So you get what I'm yeah. saying is it's not necess- It's not out of the realm to be like, you have the right to say that. I disagree. You have the right to disagree. I'm glad we have. Uh, I like that he gave you the right to say that. Yeah, he's in my fucking basement. It's convenient. What else you got there, Simon? Um, wow, that that pause is brought to you by Reese. I never <laughs> melts in your mouth. Now my mouth is full of peanut butter. Jesus I never Christ. thought about it before, but the idea of so you can have sex with your sister or your mom. You can do it. Where are you going here? This is something they talked about. <laughs> this is one of those sidebar things where there's a whole bunch of explanation. And it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But you just jump right to <laughs> well, probably sex they, with a family they didn't member. Just talk. Okay, anyways, point is. Solid segue. You can do it. They were just talking about animals. Okay, you can do it, yeah. But it won't take long for you to see that it's not going to be a good way for you to pass on your lineage. The the first look if you have It'll be a couple of generations for your sure I was, go- I was gonna say I think it takes a bit of time Simon I don't think it's like overnight you're like well I mean I think most people would agree that the first time you'd probably be like I've made a horrible mistake most normal people no what I'm saying is the chances of you having a baby that has some sort of Down syndrome deformity or something yeah is pretty good that time. But whether you put the two and two together, because you're already bringing out the smart of your fucking your sister right. and your person. But they were talking about animals. But it's it's the human, <laughs> it's it's the human creature. It's our it's us making that not happen. You see what I'm saying? Like it's a failsafe. Exactly. Thank you, Kamar. It's a failsafe. When you look at me like that, Matt, it just makes it harder for me to get the point out. I'm waiting for the point, and you're... Okay, you know what? That is the point. The point is that we have these failsafes built into us that we don't even know about. (laughs) Of course you know you shouldn't have sex with your sister Okay, but that's my point, is you started this off with... You you started this off with, you could fuck your mom or your sister, (laughs) okay? Like, how am I supposed to... And then I'm the one sitting here with a cliffhanger, like, where is he going? Where is this... like redundant but we were like you should start with like you can't fuck your mom or your sister eh? yeah <laughs> the more you know but no you can fuck your sister or you can fuck your mom you're not supposed to <laughs> the long pauses make it really shitty too if someone lost their fucking internet too it just cuts off there what else you got son uh, did you hear about those Tibetan sky burials 
Go on. <laughs> they, let the, <laughs> they let the vultures eat the bodies. Mm-hmm. Didn't, that was, that was pretty crazy. Then that got me thinking to like... Um, Is that so an the, option here? I'd like that. Of having the vultures yeah. eat you. Yeah, go ahead. Wait until uh, the Bob Lazar episode, though. You might want to... No. All right. Anyways, um, I think they were talking about finding a, a burial site up in a cliff. Then that got me to was thinking... Was this in the Duncan episode? Yeah, okay. then it got me to thinking it about... Um, so it's weird to go through that effort to put the body up there, granted. Okay. Especially when you look at some of these cliffs and the way they had to do it. It was like they were repelling, but with, you know... Risking their lives to... Vine. Burial to, life. To put a body somewhere where the you know they thought it was going to be easier for the birds to get or it was closer to God, or God knows what they were doing. Um, I like what you did there. <laughs> God does know what they're doing. Yeah. Anyways, my point was, then you start looking at some of the ancient structures that are built up in cliffs like that, where it's one thing to, you know, rappel down and throw a couple of bones into a hole. It's a whole other thing to have this like super complicated operation going on. In some cases, like hundreds, thousands of feet above the ground. Like it's, they were doing some weird ass shit back then for reasons we can't possibly understand. They had time with their heads. They were on Twitter. It's drugs. It's all fucking drugs. No, that that one. I think ha- that kind of stuff has to do with like. I don't. I don't know. Maybe the water levels were so high that they had no choice but to, and maybe they were building off rafts or something. Because the idea of seems drug induced. Well, the doing ayahuasca isn't going to make it easier for you to do it. I'm not saying it makes it easier. I'm just saying you can do it. You no, know, it's even just like in your mind. It's like you see a meth head where you're just you look at them digging a hole randomly and you're like, what's this person doing? And in their head, they're like, they have a perfect reason for doing for digging the hole. Yeah, I'm not uh, again. What I'm saying at this is point, I'm not questioning one, why they're doing it. I'm questioning how they're doing it. For for the well, it's a mix of our ancient builder friends. I mean, and, yeah, we've uh, seen these Filipino guys build fucking swimming pools out of bamboo. Yeah, I've on top yet of. to see them, you know, do like, anything where they're lugging anything substantial up anywhere. Okay, oh, but they, I, maybe they if we emailed them, guaranteed within like a week, there'd be some video of them building something ridiculous. Maybe they use goats. I'm su- <laughs> I'm surprised at this point. Somebody hasn't like invested some money into recreating, doing some good research into recreating how to move some of these stones. I think it's a waste of money. I think it's a waste of money as well. They waste their money on so much other shit. I'd be much, like, I'd be much uh, more into wasting money on looking into Hollow Earth. Okay, you both <laughs> just want to waste as much money on useless shit as possible. Clearly, that's well, good. We've established it. Wonderful. We don't know what's in the middle, man. Fuck, you're the worst. Do we? Do, I don't know. I, I, I know. You're right. You're I right. Know. You know what? The the lava core of the earth is just propaganda. I want to believe that. I, but so that would be like ultimate power to the whole planet. You sound like a David Icke. Little steam things off. I don't know, man. I want to know what's down there. 
you whoa but i know how to get there hold on let's, and we'll get that word let's just Lizard. let's back up two secs here um so you are a proponent of the hollow earth theory i'm a proponent of any theory i like to think there's some magma bulb in the middle but it seems kind of crazy like how does it stay warm like is it just constantly cooling and is like this is where i a wish foot, one a of second us, of rock this you, is where i wish one of us was even somewhat smart yeah we don't know we don't know what's in the middle, man. We but, don't. But I'm not allowed to question this because I also have some weird... Please question that it. ...that have nothing to do with Hollow Earth. What are you asking me? Well, I just... There are some things we know, right? Like if... I guess you could keep saying, well, where did you hear this? Who gave you that information? But if we're going to take like any sort of... We have to take somebody's, right? No, Kamar's looking at Let's me. Start like, somewhere. No, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. So they've, you know, they've drilled into the earth. No, they have they. Well, again, Eddie. How like, deep have they gone? No, it's miles, man. Well, let's find out. The bottom of the ocean. They haven't dug down there. They haven't. No, they haven't dug down there. They haven't That's dug true. that deep. They haven't. Why would they start digging in the ocean when there's land at our be, feet? Be, because physically they can't. I'm saying to get to the well, middle, to, you'd yeah, want to lower to point. dig in the ocean. That's exactly where you'd want to start digging. Start, you know, where there's already something dug out, and it just makes your work shorter. The only way you could do that is if you had some sort of machine with a force field. A la Bob Lazar. Boom. Yeah. Oh we still got to get there. Fucking no. god. No. Okay. Just. Oh, what do you guys think about? He asked Joe, "What do you think?" When do you think the first liar was? Who was the first person to tell a lie? And he died a said rich man, it was I'm sure. Probably when they first invented language, but it must have been before that because you can lie to somebody using no language. Yes, yes, you could. But I did. <laughs> hold like, on, hold on. How, explain that. If there's no language, how do I even ask you a question that, for you to lie about? Well, mm. you can point to things. You can explain okay, so, that. So you and me are in the jungle, okay? Okay. And you come over and you grunt. Uh, so there is some sort of language. You come over and you punch me in the shoulder and you point to the horizon and you... Um, You're never going to do eat this. A, eat a banana. Okay. Okay. Telling me that you got that banana over there. Really, you got that banana two feet away and you're sending me to the saber-toothed tiger that's lying that's no also, language that's also language no they there was a pointing and a banana there was no language that's sign language, that's sign language. okay you come over you eat no, your no, banana you the first and you language. look into oh, no, no but i'm trying language. to debate without yeah, language yeah, 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 yeah. you that's can't that's one. what i'm saying They're i don't not, think you can lie without language man I don't think you can either. Can be deceitful, baby. I did like Duncan's answer, which was camouflage is the very first lie. Oh, yes. Okay. So any, the iguana. Well, anything, any, you know, if you're trying to blend in to hunt, that's all lying. It's some form of deceiving your prey in that case. I mean, it's different. There doesn't seem to be that same malice to it's obviously deceive somebody it, it obviously you're right murder has much less malice than a, it obviously than exists because of uh instinct and survival sorry repeat that lying like it, it's a survival technique i'm sure mm-hmm. or it would have been phased out you know what i mean if we didn't need to lie now that we should lie you never listen to serial eh 
I don't know. Nope. No, neither of you did. Nope. No. Um <laughs> Lying to yourself, speaking of lying, it is, and I know we've all done this, but you can like legitimately override your brain. Right? Like you can convince yourself of a multitude of different things. Look, if I'm going to lie to you, first of all, you don't know whether I'm lying or not, but I have to convince you. Well, you're a horrible liar, so. You don't know that. I could be lying to you about tons of stuff and you think that I'm telling this you This is really awkward, man. Anyways, point is. <laughs> when I lie to you, I say I'm going somewhere. <laughs> when, you're, when you're lying to yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's not really even lying at that point, right? It's it's something different than that. It, um, it's, I mean, it's I know what you're getting at. I know what you're getting at. You're conning yourself because you know you're lying. So it's not lying. It's it's you lie to yourself. The powerful lyric in a song. Kamar just defined the word lying with you lie to you yourself. lie to yourself. Yeah. yeah. No, I I mean I I know what you're getting at. Um. I just wouldn't know how to put it in words. I understand what you're saying. That was, it, it's not a lie because there has to be someone on the other end to believe that lie. I guess that's kind of the thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I think you're a really honest person as well. So maybe you don't know how to lie. All right. Um, you, there used to be hyenas in Canada before the last ice age. Well, do we want to get into the climate change as a hoax now? Is that where we're going? No, <laughs> we I was just going to say it's amazing do. how a comet strike can just like literally change everything, you know? Yeah. The displacement of creatures. The Well, imagine the glacier that must have come down Saskatchewan because that is flat as fuck. Well, so up in the Laurentians, um, you'll be up there and you'll see these giant boulders, you know, just sitting in the middle of the forest. Mm-hmm. And you never really think about it. But when you do, those were deshaies, you know, left over from mm-hmm. uh, the I, the glaciers as they, they came from a long across. way away. So that giant boulder, it's like you know, huge, was just left aside by something so much bigger. Discarded. It's really crazy to it's think about. It's a pebble about. to that, uh, to that glacier. Yeah, no, it's really crazy to think about. But there was a mini ice age that said 17 in 1700. Like, it could happen again. A mini ice age in 1700? I believe uh, either Jamie said or um, Jamie confirmed when Duncan suggested it, yeah. Huh? I don't remember that. What do you mean? Look, look it up. Well, yeah. yeah I, I I'm just saying those glaciers could come back. Well, they could. And then yeah. global warming, social media, all those things are no problem. Well, maybe it takes 10,000 years. Maybe they're coming back. Well, listen, it could be a lot less than that to make all those things not a problem. Mm-hmm. Keep pushing around and you never know what will happen. It's oh got political. Wow. We just can't even keep. Know what's going we can't there. keep. <laughs> and if, if he, the guy's a lunatic, he would have nuked him, wouldn't he? Oh, no, we can't get this started. We got a lot to talk I about. I like that um, ana- um, story he tells about Gandhi where the guy comes and says. Um, Mother of the child. Oh, yeah, get my son off of sugar. Mm-hmm. And he says, come back in a week. I think it was 30 days. Whatever it was. Yeah, he the, he wanted to make sure that he could give up sugar yeah, before tell him he to told. stop eating sugar. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. And when she comes back, he goes, stop eating sugar. And she was like, what? <laughs> that that takes 30, 30 days. 30 days, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, he's amazing. Great podcast. Dreamer. 
psychedelic enthusiast. He is. And now he's a pop. Uh, yeah, now he's a pop. And they're all very worried about this uh, fakening. Because they're using it for kidnappings now. Yeah, yeah. Wow, and the fakening, I mean, it's now... I never said that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, that was a fake. Well, apparently now they have a software that can tell you if so right away the, if it's the been faker fakening. Fakened. Yeah, who knows what people will get me to say. It just makes you wonder, well, according to Kamar, then the government's obviously had that technology for like 20 or 30 years, right? So who knows how many well, fucking... Reagan, they said that back in the 80s, they convinced Iran through like some sort of fakening that Reagan made a speech that was, you know, condemning them. Just to rile them up. To rile them up into war, yeah. There are just no good characters in that there. Look, and if government. they could do that back then. There you go. Manipulation. This brings me to Annie Jacobson. Maybe Donald Trump's understand, actually been, Joe. Maybe Donald Trump's actually been dead for like five years. When you years. have a threesome with two senators on the roof of the White House, they tell you things. So I think the most interesting thing that he did talk about, though, uh, Duncan, was the idea of... Uh, n- n- memories not being gratifying and if they could be gratifying then you wouldn't need to do anything to do anything so if you could After really point. remember what an orgasm you know that an orgasm feels good but if you could quantify exactly what it was i gotta make sure and every remember time. it Listen, then I'm, you wouldn't need as to soon as he said that I, I was like he's so right because i honestly can't yeah. remember I can't remember one vagina that I've had sex with think other about, than the one I currently think have sex with. Think about anything that makes you happy though, Matt, you know? Being the, the now? The feeling. Yeah. You you know that it makes you happy, but I don't think any of us can remember exactly why or what. Being here now is what makes you happy. Thanks, Kamara. That's In really nice, man. Thanks. I appreciate that. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste. Hare Krishna. Away. Anyways, yeah, no, I, I thought that was um, real profound from him. I still think uh, the life of suffering is more profound, but no, everything comes out of his mouth. It's crazy, man. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's doing the hard thinking, man. I mean, I must have been high for three straight hours because I don't honestly remember anything they spoke about in this podcast. Philosophy and nothing at all. But uh, he, but Joe, it was great. Joe shut down the observatory. That's all I know. Oh my god! Deep conspiracy. Deep. Deep. They talked a lot about aliens, but like a lot. And we were about to talk All about aliens in like another forty-five. Aliens. Yeah, no, no, no. That. I know. I'm just telling Maddie what a lot of the episode was. Oh, like. yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why I blocked it all out. Um, he talked about intentions uh, of aliens and stuff like that. Everyone being selfish, and whether that's a problem or not, because really, if you're like looking at it as this is your story, then of course you're going to be selfish. How would you not be? I think it's a mix up like how uh, I'm saying suffering is not a bad thing. It just is a thing. Selfish isn't a bad thing. It is a thing. And it's probably to be mindful is to be selfish, like to think of yourself. But you just try to help people right around you. I mean, if instead of worrying about stuff that... But that it, it's just like what we were saying before, right? Tend like to if, the flowers in yeah, your garden. If you can take care of at least what's around you, then when you say... I've done something you really have, I guess. I, I feel it's like a close to a libertarian stance almost. I was listening to Ari today talk on his podcast, talk about 
getting off of social media though. Losing his mind. I, I don't, I, there's something about it. There's something about, oh, it's evil. I mean, you couldn't do it now. It's you just, can, I mean, you can, he you is could, going to, he's going to, but he's also going away traveling and I, I definitely, know, you need just, a lot of distractions. You should have something to do, but it's weird that that's even a conversation. I went up to my land just on Saturday and, and I don't get reception. So it's, it's really easy. That he, was one of the best things Duncan said. He goes, you know, it's crazy. He's like, you tell your friends that you're so busy that you can't meet up with them. Yet you're on your phone for six hours a day. He's yep. like, "This is what, this is what you're telling yourself and other people is." Like. That's a lie you tell yourself. Or yeah. you go to a bar. Look, you used to go to a bar, and if you were by yourself, you would sit at the bar, and at some point, you would start talking to the bartender. Now you can go and just talk to nobody. Like that's a fact, you know. I would. A I lot would of times say. when I would be talking to people, I just have my earphones and I'm listening to a podcast. Um, I mean, I don't go to bars anymore, but I agree. I somewhat agree with you. I, I still strike up conversations with random people at bars totally. and the bartender. It just gives. I prefer it to makes do that it than be so on my phone. much easier to um, to not put Amuse that yourself. tiny bit of effort forward to have a conversation with like some stranger that you've never talked to before. You know, sometimes that's the best, right? You meet some weirdo in a bar and they tell you about how they got abducted by aliens or something like, like that's a story for you to tell Mm -hmm. for months after that. I don't know. Those are gems. Yeah. And I, I I know it's like a blanket statement to say that nobody's doing that. My point is it's just this thing has made it. So, and and what's going to happen when it's, even more accessible than when when it is now. I think we appreciate it because we're older and we're more used to that. But I think young people uh, socially interacting like that almost makes them uncomfortable, and they prefer to be on their devices. Well, and Dude, maybe they just these... know how to handle it all better. Like we grew up. Sorry, Matt. We grew up um, in a time where this wasn't even in the conversation, so it all seems especially weird to us. Mm-hmm. Have you seen what's coming out apparently at the end of this year? I don't buy it'll be this year. I have a feeling it'll be next year, but apparently Apple is releasing uh their their AR goggles. So it's like it's AR So it's augmented reality. Yeah. So the the designs I've seen, they're literally just like glasses you wear, like picture sunglasses kind of. They have 8K screens. Um so for it's yeah, it's 8K screens and they have cameras all around them. Now, what's crazy is apparently what you'll be able to do is like, let's say we're sitting in this room and I have these glasses on. I can put a screen up anywhere. So like I could just, instead of watching TV there, you'd need no TV at this point because you could just put a screen up there and it would stay there. So I could move the goggles around wherever I wanted, but the TV stays on the wall wherever I've placed it. Also, like for uh, like navigation and shit, apparently you'll be able to just have like they'll be on the screen. So you'll have these glasses on and there'll be a blue line. And when you're supposed to turn right, the line will go right. Like, But it'll be on the actual street. Fucking insane. Yeah, I'm not into any of this, man. We had a good. I will say this. I wouldn't be into like ro- like wearing that on the street. But the idea that you would no longer necessarily have to have a TV and that any room in your house you walked into. But everyone needs those goggles, right? Because that's well, no, the nice but, thing about having the TV is having people over to watch it. Listen, I'm saying you would still have a TV for those times that people came over. But what I'm saying is like, for example, you could be walking around your house with Joe Rogan playing on YouTube 
and any room you walk into, you can just throw it on the on the wall, and then you continue watching it in that room. So you're doing laundry. You just have the glasses on. You walk downstairs into the laundry room. Boom, it's on the wall there. I don't know. I think that's pretty fucking cool. Another good reason not to talk to your friends. No, I don't talk to you assholes anyway. No one invites me anywhere. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think that uh, I, I'm going to de devolve, degress. Well, whatever the well, word is. everything's going to change once we get to Bob Lazar. As it gets more weird like that, I'm going to go the other direction. Duncan and Joe are just best of friends, and I love their chemistry and relationship. They do have a great, uh, a great relationship, and it's very little that Joe stops Duncan on. It's not like an Eddie Bravo type situation. Like I know you have these conspiracy theories, Kamar, but I really don't get that from their conversation. No, no, they it's a flow. Either way, are we done? You want to rate it? Absolutely. <laughs> you looked into my eyes like you were so ready to rate yeah. it. Please do. <laughs> I give this episode a um, four point seven five. Jamie's okay. Kamar, I give it a five. You give this a five. It will. I, I'll so back to back fives from Kamar. I think it was based on. Uh, Back-to-back fives the, on a week um, that he read. I think it was based on the fact that there was no Joe. And I think in a regular rotation, Duncan Chester comes on because 13-13 and the way they dressed up. You got to see how they were dressed up. It was just, it was just, it was a, it was, it was a lot. It was a full episode. Fair enough. Uh, I give this one a four and a half. Can we move on? That hurts. Yes, we can. Matthew. Why does that hurt? Four and a half is a good rating. I don't care. Whatever. 13, 14. 13, 14 is uh, Charlemagne, Charlemagne the, God. the God. and the, the God. I said the God. The God. It's the. The. T-H-A. T-H-A. Sorry. I knew it was something weird. Charlemagne the God and Andrew Schulz. Okay, well, let's just get all the Andrew bashing out of the way right now, and then that way we can get to the meat and potatoes of this episode. I had trouble listening to this episode because every time Charlemagne tried to speak up, and you would have to chirp up. Ah, I knew we don't know whether it was a laugh or not. I found it really <laughs> annoying. No, well, listen, he had really annoying. He has, I don't know, maybe fifteen different laughs throughout this episode alone. But he has that. He makes a face till you start laughing. Then he'll do the uh, appropriate laugh to that. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I texted both of you saying I could have done maybe without Andrew on this one if it was just Charlemagne. But I guess. You both disagreed with me, so... No, I think it should have just been Charlemagne. Oh, you agree? Okay, I Simon... Think- I also could have done without him. I didn't think he ruined the episode. I still thought it was a great episode. There were even some points where I was like, I like that this guy is saying something ridiculous and Charlemagne is questioning him on it, you know? Because Joe wasn't questioning You could see their it, relationship, so, yeah. Yeah, you could see it. I really liked Charlemagne. Like, we... I sound like a guy who... Uh, we seem to share a lot of the same sensibilities. Well, the second he said he believed in Bigfoot, so I was like, oh, Charlemagne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, I thought he was uh, an interesting character. Yeah, I would have much preferred it just be Charlemagne, but... Um, oh, just so I don't forget, so... Um, did you also think you were Teen Wolf growing up, Simon? I very much wanted to be Teen Wolf, <laughs> but no, I didn't think I was actually Teen Wolf. Um Schultz, 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 Schultz said that he got so he got a true Rogan bump after being on Rogan a million followers I told you 
Mm-hmm. He had one million followers, and he got two after being on Rogan. That's. But we all agree, once you get up there, it's way easier to get up there. Yeah, but we also agree. Did he go from ten thousand to a million? Well, I mean, we never finished the experiment or started it for that matter, but we did say that if you went on Rogan, you probably got a a bump. So that would help something. Um, I love that he is trying to take on Ticketmaster. Like, that's his new cause. Like, I think he fucked up there. I mean, that was bad. Oh, he fucked up. None of them were like, oh yeah, good idea. Could start his business, even though he's correct. Oh, he's right. But listen, Joe is like right with Ticketmaster. They, they oh, I know, are business partners. Listen, Ticketmaster is like the mob as far as that shit's concerned. They're so deep in there. You're not getting. When Joe was like, they own a lot of the venues. Yeah. They own every. Level. I thought that was such a weird well, uh, no, fight he, for him he, to. No, pick. it wasn't even a fight. He was trying to pitch my buddy. We're going to make an app. Yeah. Like yeah. he was trying to yeah, all of yeah, a sudden yeah. a cocaine speak to Joe, and it was like not happening. <laughs> well, the bad news is because <laughs> that's usually how it goes. Well, my friend ba- and I have an yeah. app. Well, the bad news is too. It's like, dude, that app better be fucking finished and ready to go if you're talking about it on Joe Rogan. If not, someone else is working on it, or Ticketmaster is immediately trying to shut you down. Or buying it out. Maybe that's what he wants to do. I that's mean, a I, quick play. The other thing that for me was just classic shulls. It took Joe so long to mention Pearl Jam. I was yelling the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, dude, Pearl Jam tried to take them on in the '90s and failed miserably. Like. The $60 processing fee is fucking bullshit, though. It's insane. It doesn't even make sense it's anymore. It's insane. Like, their work is so much less, I believe. But Louis, and if it's roll call, it's another $3. Dude, Louis showed, Louis showed that you don't even have to use them. So there's not, it's not like, if you're a big enough draw, you don't need that shit. It's a system, though, that's set up. It is a system that's set up. But, like, someone like Joe doesn't have to use them. He could easily set up his own thing. No problem. He just chooses to use them. It's easier. I get it. But yeah, I mean they're they're like the mob and the fucking cut they take. It's bananas. That's it's just classic Schultz though. Thinks he can take on anybody, you know. Thinks whatever. He's an agent they of change. Some, they somehow wronged him. And uh, listen, maybe he'll be right, and maybe he'll start this app and, and crush Ticketmaster. I mean, I hope he does. Because it's also humble bragging. Yeah, for sure. If you're dealing with ticket, if you're selling these kind of tickets, I don't know. I just think he's fucking. If Charlemagne loves him. I, and I don't hate him. I just, I question some of his decisions sometimes, you know? He's out there, man. He's just doing what he does. Listen, good on him. You know, I just felt he was just, as I just did to you there, talking over everything. Like, And I just, I would have liked, because it's the first time them meeting, and Charlemagne is a personality in his own right, a broadcaster. It's not like he needed um, a sidekick. Why do you think he was on there? Well, because they have their own podcast, The Brilliant Idiots. I get it. There's other, why do you think the reason? Well, like, I think was it was the go between. No, no, I think he, it was just the go between, like, Charles was like, you should have Charlemagne on. I'll come down. And, and Joe just genuinely really likes him. So he's like, why don't I have both of you on? You guys have a podcast. Something together. like that. Just oh, organically. He really likes Charles. He really There's likes him. Because he took him out to dinner with um, I bet Bob, Bob Lazar. Dude, the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, and I knew Terrible nothing about him. Hold bring. on. The whole time I'm thinking, I don't even know anything about Bob Lazar, but I have a feeling he's not going to enjoy you just randomly bringing two no, dudes to maybe dinner. Maybe that's why he's got to migrate. Well, I don't think he brought Charlemagne. I think it was just Charles. Even then? Yeah. It's bananas. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I, it just seemed crazy to me. You bring these two guys to fucking. So they have a radio show. Oh wait, I want to hold on. I had something to bring up there. Shows. Um, Charlemagne. Oh. Yeah, no. What I this is what I wanted to bring up. There's so much that I wanted Charlemagne to talk about um, with Joe that he didn't, and I assume it was just because Andrew was there, fucking 
kind of ruining the flow. Like, I don't know if you know this, but Charlemagne got attacked before the Breakfast Club one day. It's like a very famous... That's why people yell out, can I get a drop to him all the time? And he dodged it or something? So he showed up to the studio <laughs> at like 4 a.m. And there was these dudes waiting there. And they were like, yo, Charlemagne, can I get a drop? And he was like, what? And then they, I guess one of them like sucker punched him. They went to attack him and he ran into the building. And he ended up making shirts that said, can I get a drop on them? And he made like a million dollars off of these t-shirts. Um, but I was hoping to get more in-depth. I don't know. There's just a bunch of stuff in Charlemagne's past that I wish he had brought up more, like working for Wendy Williams. And I know he talked about it briefly and how he got into it with, uh, was it Jesse Ventura? Who did he get into it with? I have it written down. It was, it wasn't Ventura. It oh, was, it was Dice Clay. Dice Clay. Yeah. That's it. Andrew Dice yeah. Clay. Yeah. He has no sense of humor. Dice say eh? for a guy not. who's like, he seems like constantly one of ribbing people. He's old. Man. You hear a lot of stories about him just being a prick. What did he say? You look like an overweight Fonzie. An overweight Fonzie. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. I thought it was good. So what I was going to say is so they have a radio show, but then they upload that radio show to YouTube. Like it's not really radio anymore. It's just, that's just, it's the radio pod- first. It's just a podcast. It's radio first. They're on in the morning. They're in, in a York. studio that they've been on for 10 years. Okay. I mean, it's, it's semantics at it's, that point. No, it's just an industry standard to film something like all of them. Ebro, all of them are on. Like it's what one does. We all do. Well, Did, Simon, it's an extra revenue stream. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm just saying at this point we're splitting hairs. <laughs> like I get it. If you're just radio, if you're uh, in the morning, rah, 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 well, you know, it plays and live, you're though. not. Um, that's all you do is that radio show, not onto YouTube, not onto anything, just terrestrial radio. You know? Yeah, I understand. That's what it's called. Um, then you're a radio guy. But these guys are still on the radio just because they upload it to YouTube. In your car, you're making it semantics. In it's, the workplace. I'm, I'm not sure I am. I just. So why? Because they do something as because they upload it to YouTube, they're no longer on the radio. No, I just think at that point, like, look, when radio goes away, they'll just transition to they'll just easily transition into a podcast because they've already built up that YouTube audience, you know. So they're still on the radio. Why would the, the radio? Who knows how long the radio? The radio still works with like people in their cars, man. Uh, I think secretary. I think you don't realize how what a small portion of the population listens to podcasts in their cars, even though it's a, it's hundreds of millions of people. Like, mm-hmm. I still listen to the radio. That's crazy to me. I listen to CBC radio, unfortunately, but I still listen to radio. Like, there's, I can't count how many people who, it's a habit. Like they listen on the radio. They don't even know they can watch it on YouTube. Or why would they do the data? It's free. It's on radio. They just got to put up the ads. Mm. Yeah, it's just a supplement. It's still a radio You're show. also forgetting, Simon, there's something to be said about live. Like you could fucking, you could listen to something happen live and it'd be so heinous or crazy that it then they're like, we can't put it on YouTube. You know mm. what I mean? And then you've missed, like you can be like, no, I listened. To, I listened live to that shit. I'll tell you what happened. You know what I mean? Like people still have that, like I was there mentality about stuff and that's what the live has going for it, I think. I think there's one point where... I think where, that's why people are so pissed about Joe not being live anymore. Yeah. I think there was one point where uh, Schultz was um, trying to talk about how he keeps grudges and stuff. Keeping and, the list. And then Charlemagne was agreeing with him and they said, actually, no, you got to forget people. Like it's, I think his Schultz won... Uh, I agree with both of those things. I think you should forgive flaw. people, but I think I also am going to start keeping a list just in case. But no, the, key, the 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 list is just to say, look, I'm better than you know. 
Oh no, that's what that's that's what the purpose is of the list. I is. see, I see. Yeah, just I, a, a wronged you list. I think it's the one What's thing it? you got to iron out. Then it'll be a great man. I don't know. I look at it like this: if you want to use spite to like drive you to the top, then what does it matter? Some people use fucking, you know. I mean, it doesn't sound like that would make you very happy. It's not positive, yeah. But what do I know? I mean, I'm not going to stop it overnight. Just you, you hear him make fun of the way he says, especially. Yeah. But that was fitting. Well, oh, they're best friends, man. And library. That was more Miss Pat speak. Charlemagne, he's from North Carolina or South Carolina. One of the Carolinas. Can't from Carolina. He's got that draw. He's very honest, though, and candid. And I think that's why he's where he is. He, even though he said, I wrote a book with a ghostwriter. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and Simon, the other thing, too, like going back to this radio thing, Charlemagne is literally a radio personality. He got his, his start in radio. He's done radio for like... Yeah, I, I, the, the, I'm not arguing about it. I'm just saying, I think at this point, like he's already doing it. It's already a podcast. It's the same. It's the same thing, you know? They're... Would you I, argue I feel like Stern, me and Matthew, you are just one hundred percent wrong. Yeah. Would you? Would mm, you I think guess. Stern is a radio personality? Well, does Stern load all his shows onto YouTube? He puts up yep. clips right now. I don't think he does the whole show. And if it is, I think it's behind a paywall. They used to put the. They used to put the whole show. They up. put clips. We could look at clips right now. Yeah. Is this Howard Stern a podcast? He doesn't even know what a podcast is. Well, he does now because he, he was hates, on Conan. Yeah, he hates podcasts. Because they're killing his business. Mm-hmm. What else do you want to talk about, Simon? Go ahead, move on. I don't I, listen. I just, I just don't know. I don't. I, to me, it seems the same. As soon as you're loading it onto YouTube, it's. But again, it's not a bad thing. I'm not reprimanding. No, it but it's also hold on. It's also an archive. Like a lot of. You're just I saying they know. should stop calling it radio. Even then, Simon, most radio shows now you can then go back and at least download, like download the audio and listen to the radio. Show Opie again. and Anthony was radio, was it not? It was not a podcast whatsoever. Right? Uh, yeah, they never did any. I mean, someone went and loaded their stuff onto YouTube after the fact, but it wasn't them. It's mm-hmm. just there's an old guard, and that's their standard still. Hmm. Um. I would like to do totally different topic now. I would like to do a Survivor Man scenario, where I get dropped in the woods for like two days or something. I don't. I don't want to do seven days, but like a couple, maybe more than two, maybe seven. I don't know. And this is the most flip floppy ever. And two days, not survive, seven, not two, maybe seven. Shelter. What do you have? You have clothes. In this scenario, of course. I don't know we could work out the details. Well, no, you survivor man. You don't have much. You're surviving, man. Well, he always has a different type of. Sometimes his plane has crashed, so he gets to use everything that was in the plane. You know. I don't think you last seven. I don't. Days. I think it's a bit much. Thinking there's gonna be seven days. I disaster think be a scenario. Excessive, but again, I think it depends on what I start with. A shovel, know? a you later think last three days. I think the biggest part wouldn't be the surviving. I think the biggest part would be like the loneliness. And know? so what I bring to me is three days like worth of food, a tent, yeah. a blanket, a so flashlight. You want to go camping for three days? We're talking about Survivor Man. What do you have? You have a knife. An, an axe, maybe a and knife, an and then whatever's in the a scenario. Flint, so maybe flint, I have a, a tarp. Do you have a lighter? Maybe I have some plastic. Maybe yeah. I have a lighter. Do you well, have a lighter? I would have a lighter because I'm a smoker, so I would have that in my pocket anyways. Okay, so man. Hold on, I think, I think we should test this for sure. I think I don't want to lose Simon. I, I think, um, and I don't really want to. <laughs> he'd like, go in. Hold on. He'd you go started in. the statement. <laughs> 
with I really want to do a survivor <laughs> I, man. I mean, I would, I would like to, but there have the to be one. like I got something. The best one. Hold on, yeah. he would go in survivor man. He would come out naked and afraid. Yeah, hundred percent. <laughs> Interesting. You don't have like Michael Scott like cutting your pants off. <laughs> yeah, as, I just as watched jorts. that episode the other Mine day. Underneath his yeah. eyes. Simon, I think uh, no, I think this is good. We should definitely listen. A we'll, baby possum head. On. We'll give you a machete. We'll give you a flint. We'll give you all the necessary like stuff and, to start a fire and, the weather's and nice. chop down no wood rain. and hunt. No rain. How but long nothing. do I have to last? Uh, I think five days is oh, the Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot of days. I could do it. No, but I mean, just to give up like five, I have so many vacation days, I'm going to give five up to this. Then uh, don't make statements. Well, let's do like two. Vacation days? Two, We're talking about surviving. Two, two is not, not surviving. Two nothing. Simon. You'll just sleep under a tree. I was just going to say, <laughs> if you just put me in the woods right now and say survive for well, two I days, I just come out hungry. I definitely won't do In the that. pouring rain, you, you could really hurt yourself. Yeah, but how about we'll say like you? I have to do certain. I have to build the shelter that meets certain requirements. I, ha- you, you know what I mean? Two weeks, dude. You are just digging yourself <laughs> in oh, a whatever. fucking hole. We here. don't. I don't have to do it. I was just. You Let know. us know how long you think Simon can survive you, in the wild. You hear about those guys who train their dogs in uh, New York to hunt the rats? Yeah. It's interesting. Charles didn't believe it. Now, is there, are they getting, like, if you nope. deliver a bunch of rats, no. do you get some money? No. no. See, that's what New York City should do is, like, the Crocs put some sort of bounty on the rats. And I'm telling you, you'll have a lot less rats in New York There's City. There's too many. Simon, what are they going to do? They're going to allot, they're going to allot a hundred million dollars. Like, no, no, no. What do you mean? There's so well, many how rats. How much do you get kill? per rat? Oh, Give I see a what number. you're saying, right. And then um, someone starts breeding rats. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Maybe there's a use for the no, rat no. fur that nah, they nah, could nah, do nah, that, nah. you know, they use coyote fur for the collars of the... Um, Listen to what you're saying. Do you have any notes on Charlemagne and Let's Andrew get into the there? weird stuff. I, do, I, 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 I mean, do, I, I do. Um, it's just like we're talking about well, each other he, right now. That's he what believed, this podcast He was. believed in Bigfoot, and you could totally tell that he was trying to cover it up. As soon as it happened, you know, but he seemed like a believer. He was a believer for sure. A hundred percent. And you felt him as a brother, a brother (laughs) for sure. That was the first like Simon gave him the old phone. But I did say to Matt today that I do think that, you know, a massive uh, portion of all these sightings are just bears walking on two feet. And or werewolves. I told you that story or that of that bear that has that deformed paw or whatever so it has to walk on two feet it lives in like massachusetts it keeps coming into the town and they're feeding it and some people i think we've already talked about this some people say that you should feed it and some people say you shouldn't hmm. i don't remember but it walks around some on two feet all it. the time and you can totally see like you know it's arms and everything i you see how That's that could be it. mistaken. And as if a you're foot. looking at in the woods and there's branches and all of that, you know, and it's know. it's got to be a lot of them. I mean, not all of them for sure. Like he was saying, you know, it's just a big ape. Okay, timestamp that. This we officially and listen, I've seen world star videos filmed better than all these Bigfoot videos. So yeah. They never have a good video. We're the putting only, Bigfoot to bed. The right only here, good video was the one they always go back to. The um, what was that guy's name? I don't fucking know. I'm not a. You're the Bigfoot guy. Is this hard for Patty? you? Is this hard for you? I feel <laughs> like I feel like we're at a funeral. Kamar's, is this hard for me? Putting, for your belief in Bigfoot. Kamar's putting no, Bigfoot that, to bed here. I, I no, I'm pretty. That's it. We're laying him to rest. I'm pretty sure Bigfoot 
there probably aren't any around you said anymore. It. Stamp that. But I also believe that it wasn't that long. They were probably around a thousand years ago, which is which is nothing, you know. There were still people living here. There were there were still cities. Oh my god! Get off of Bigfoot. What's your next note? You want to get off? Of, he talked about Bigfoot. Man. I know. I'm and, just now, and now we've okay. talked about Bigfoot. Um, <laughs> there was one point where Joe made fun of a, a television woman on a, and he Charlemagne laughed way too hard. It wasn't that funny. I agree. And he was just like, it, it just it got all, to weird yeah, energy. All there. he did was like, like a. It, it, a basic television woman impersonation. It was so basic, and Charlemagne almost died. Yeah, and, may, and maybe that's his character. But they said such funny it's things. So funny, you say he's going to power I, through. But I was like, I rewound because I thought I missed. I was like, I must have missed. Yeah, what do you? I must have missed funny. the big punchline there. I was like, man, I'm really. Not, I got to start paying better attention. I was looking over, and I went back, and I was like, no, I was paying perfect attention. And Charlemagne lost his shit, and then I was like, that. And then not again, that Andrew too. I think was like. Oh, I missed something too. Ha 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 Yeah, it's too bad he bugged us because I really like Andrew. Really? That's interesting. Kamara you really, really like Andrew, eh? But yeah. I found him annoying in this episode. Mm. Huh. Yeah, he was annoying in this episode. There's no two ways about it. I'm sorry. But just, just because Charlemagne can hold his own or whatever. That's just how I feel. Yeah. And Charles was on not too long ago. I would have rather just Charlemagne. What else you got there, Simon? Because I know you're waiting to get to the fucking... The meat and taters. Well, no, just back to um, Bigfoot for one second. So the reason he said he thinks Bigfoot does exist is... Here's Simon with a shovel. Because because of things like moose. Resurrection. Right? Like if there's something as weird out there, and that's our argument is, you know, if you found a giraffe before you knew what a giraffe was, it would be just as crazy. Anyways, we no, can, that's a we, terrible argument. We can move off. That of argument Bigfoot. sucks so many dicks. No, go back because you always do this. Why? You make a shit argument no, and then you're like, no, is, you know what? Now we'll move on. Why is that a shit argument? Because think about it. If we saw a giraffe before we knew what a giraffe was, we'd be like, what the fuck is this? Okay. How does this equate to Bigfoot? No, they're saying he's just saying there are really crazy animals out there. So why would it be so far-fetched that there'd be a bigger gorilla? I just try to leave the coffin door bit open so he gets. Yeah, he just <laughs> will not put it to bed. It's to bed. It's, it's a done. terrible argument. It's done well. That's your. No, opinion, I think uh, I think Charlemagne <laughs> is like unabashedly honest and sort of like almost self-deprecating. Which oh, he's, even though he's in rap radio, and that's what well, people don't love forget about him. too. He's like five foot fucking. He's like five foot two. He's not see, a big dude. I don't see height. But yeah, he's a person. I don't see height. He is the. I mean, Simon, look, don't forget. Remember, we were talking about put some respect on my name. That's Charlemagne. Put some respect on my remember name. Remember, you were talking to your son about. Uh, remember, you were like, that's the first time I've spoken to my son. It was like episode four or something. We had some rap conversation in like, well, maybe it was the post show. But who says put some respect on my name? So they were doing the breakfast club one day. And as soon as they start the show at like 5 a.m. or whenever they start 6 a.m., uh, baby walks in. The owner of uh, Cash Money Records. And he had like 10 goons with him. And he just grabbed a set of headphones, sat down and was like, you better put some respect on my name. And it was like, it became like a huge meme. And I think they made t-shirts about that too. And it was the highest broadcast YouTube. I believe it. Of the show until Takashi 69 said, this will beat that. And it beat it. And, he, and Takashi handled Charlemagne, which is... A testament to say uh, to Cashy. 
the rapist. Is that who we're talking about right now? I think he's the the, un, the unrelevant rapist who we haven't a seen in gangster. Months. He's in witness relocation program. Yeah, exactly. Real gangster. He was just so honest, Charlemagne. Like, or I don't know. Maybe that was an act. Forthright. Too, forthright. Yeah. Like Didn't when Kumar, he was. Kamar just said that. Yeah. No. I'm, he's I'm agreeing. A, he's agreeing. concurring and adding his two cents. Concurring with Kamar. Sorry. I appreciate the agreement. But just like with the whole, <laughs> I'm just going to talk to you from now on. Just the whole um, Teen Wolf thing, you know. He, he thought he was. He teen thought wolf. he was Teen Wolf. Like he could have told that whole story and just made a joke about it. But he's like, no, my ears got pointy. Everybody saw it. They all ran away. You're forgetting and then it too, broke though, my concentration and they went back. You're also forgetting though, Shulls started that off. I don't think necessarily Charlemagne was going to go he on Joe it. Rogan and be like, Fair no, enough. but I mean, it would have been, yes, I agree, Matt, but it would have been easy for him to be like, fuck you, Andrew. I'm not telling that story. You know, I'm joking you know? about that T. Well, I know Michael J. Fox. Yeah, exactly. Because then after he talked about, oh yeah, the toys coming to life. And he's like, when I was a kid, these toys would come to life and fuck with me. And like, he didn't have to, that just makes him seem to somebody who doesn't believe that crazy, right? So you believe, you believe that, of course. No, I don't know. No, probably not. But maybe, I don't know. I I hate to close my mind to um, crazy shit. No, I, I just, yeah, I mean, it's probably not. It never happened to me. Why does it happen to him and not me? Why is he more special than I am? Charlemagne? I don't know. Maybe your parents bought you cheaper toys. But think, speaking of things that happen and don't happen, we tried to bring this up the other day. Nobody wanted to talk about it. But have you ever had a dream? Attempt number two. Where you were being... Like, have you ever been raped in a dream? Simon has crazy dreams. I don't know, man. I don't think so. I think so. No, no, maybe, maybe, maybe. And have you ever heard of that sleep paralysis? Yeah. That's fucking scary shit, man. What's scary is the sleep zombie where you actually do stuff and jump out windows. Yeah, that is, that's like the sleepwalking. But the sleep paralysis where you're like totally aware of what's going on to you and you just can't do anything. I feel like you. I had a really weird dream the other night. Really weird dream. Go ahead, Simon. No, I'm not. I, that's as far as I'm going. Charlemagne would want to know. He would want to know, but he would just. And he would tell. Point, point is, um, I think I had. I either had sleep paralysis or I had a dream about having sleep paralysis. One and the same. Which I guess is one and the same, but I don't know. Unless, you know. Sounds like Inception. Yeah, it does a little bit, doesn't it? And you leave it out some aliens and some probes. There were no probes. <laughs> wow, it you was, were really quick. There were just, no probes. It was just a weird dream. Anyways, yeah. Um, that's never happened to you guys, though? No. I don't remember like, a lot And of you've dreams. never been raped in a sure. dream? Or, or, um, How rape? often do you get raped in your I, dreams? Never. I, I'm just, Whoa. <laughs> I'm just asking... Um, I now believe that you are terrified to go to sleep because you get raped every I night. I don't mean rape like, um, you know, prison rape. I'm talking about like the way a woman would have sex with you without your consent. So imagine if you were like on your back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. being sleep paralyzed. And a woman and you didn't want to have was, sex with had, had her way with you. Maybe it wasn't even that you didn't want to have sex with her. She was just on top of you. Mm-hmm. And 
there was nothing you could do about it. She they, was taking you inside. They her. were doing what they were. Yeah. I love how you make this rape sound like the most pleasant thing in the world. Because well, like, it wasn't unpleasant in my dream, but I was totally aware of the fact that I couldn't <laughs> do anything about it. <laughs> Kamara's face there was fucking priceless. I don't know what the fuck you're do talking about. You want to break this dream down to see where this <laughs> well, goes? Like, that's pretty much what it was. Like, so you you enjoyed it, but it was rape. Yeah, I, well... So I, you're lying there paralyzed, yet you have two hard inches of blue steel, and this... Two hard inches? That's on, not very nice. And this <laughs> not desirable yet not undesirable woman comes up and sits on it. You might have overstepped on the rape. You might, <laughs> you might have overstepped on the rape, yeah. Well... It's rape because you do, you're not consenting. I, you're enjoying it. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. That's the one detail. <laughs> okay, the well, one, if you say no, no, hold no. On. I also want to say you started this off with, were, have you ever been raped in your dreams? This is so naturally, you so went to jail stupid. rape, right? That's I, where I, you I, were I, at. Yeah, yes. yeah, well, I wanted to clarify that. But least. you took a while to do so. Uh, I thought that's what he meant. I'm thinking a while to like formulate any thoughts today. So I'm just making Because sure. shit's about to get real. I, I'm hoping I'm going to be able to keep up. I just, I don't know. Well, I, that, feel, I feel foggy. Well, then why are we bringing things up that Charlemagne did? Do you want to just... No, no, Charlemagne was great. Like I like Charlemagne. If Charlemagne not more was great, but Andrew Schultz was too next much. Episode. Well, Andrew Schultz did say something very interesting. You know, he kept going off on these like weird little tangents about ideas, air quotes that he had about things, and one of them Sounds was. Sounds like you. And maybe that's why I don't like him because he's so close <laughs> to me. I wonder if he's a Gemini. Probably he's a I Jew think you Gemini. See yourself, he's a Jew Gemini. You're a little bit Charlemagne. You're a little bit Schultz. And you just had a fucking connection this episode. Simon's um, on to something here. He's long lost brother, Andrew. So He's doppelgangers. But they don't look what like What was him. I they talking about? Him. Uh, getting raped. Charles was going no, off on tangents that. and his ideas. Oh, yeah. One of the ideas he has was about, I don't know exactly what he was talking about. Some sort of like uh, propelled wave that could be sent through oh no he was talking about sailing through space sailing through space but it sounds crazy yeah and then they found out that they had done it or that, that someone had proposed it it was well a yeah it's, it's actually a theory where they think that if you had a big enough laser on let's say um catch light let's just make up a planet you know pluto but it would be far. Let's just make it would up be a planet. Far, well, and he uses a planet that exists. You're a fucking much genius. Farther, much you are a fucking genius. Pluto's no longer a planet. Exactly. Thank you. Oh, okay. much, but it's back to being a planet now. Uh, much further away. Anyways, point is, it would have like um, a giant laser the size of a planet on it, and it would be shooting this ray that would. Power the sails of all of these ships in in its armada or whatever. I thought they just all caught a wave from uh, solar from the whole universe. That was my uh, perception. But if the laser works, works, yeah. Well, you would still need a power. So where you think they're just because there are all these stars that are just solar. giving off. Yeah, hold on, I, let's I just get. I, don't know I know what you're getting at. He's, this has not been done. Well, how about on. this? He uh, says this thing, and I immediately go. This guy's a fucking moron. Right. And then two seconds later, Jamie pulls up an article saying some super smart guy has already theorized this. Yes. And then I'm sitting there going with my dick in my hand going, well, now who's the dummy? Right. Yeah. I thought, uh, no, that, I'm with you. That happened a couple of times. Yeah. But also, I think he's the dummy. 
Well, that's good. Yes, Kamar. If a solar panel works on Earth, yeah, it's going to work in the space. I'm not sure if that's true that it but works in space. You're closer. You're closer to the sun. But who Pluto knows isn't. what? Who knows what happens in space? We don't even know if the solar works the same way. Might have something. I think we do, do with do the satellites. With, uh, I think satellites are already solar powered. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I mean, even then, what are we? What are a you solar about? sail. That's what he's talking about. Not no laser powering it. Oh my God, we're so fucking dumb. Can we just move on to Bob Laser? Speaking mm-hmm. of lasers, no, you got some more points there. Yeah, let me see what I got here before we move on too quickly. Pick something good at least. Okay. Too quick. Talk, we're two talk, hours in. Talk amongst yourself for a second. We're two hours in already. Yeah, we are. Yeah. All right. Good to know. Um, oh, it's so weird that so if you have a mother and son and you put or mother and child, they and can't you sleep put together. A watch on. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. You put a watch on them at the moment the child is born. Yeah, that didn't when make any fucking sense to me either. 40 years old and the mother is whatever age, they're, they'll be off by a fraction of a second. Just the way you live your life dictates the way time will progress. I, it's so odd. I could never explain it to you, but I think what they meant, hold on. I think, I think it has a lot to do with air travel and nothing more. Time zones? What I'm saying is because they've proven that like if you fly a lot so well the old theory was that if you so think about the way time zones work the old theory was that if you could fly backwards through the time zones fast enough technically you'd go back in time right like if you could fly through every single time zone on one tank of gas in 20 minutes then wouldn't you logically go back in time and obviously you don't Mm -hmm. but they did it they tested it they put a clock they calibrated a clock on the ground and a clock in an airplane and someone flew around the world. Kamar's pulling it up. Perfect. Uh, and the clock in the airplane was off fractionally from the clock on the ground. So you didn't go back in time. No, no. they I mean, did, again, you're, you're right. They did talk about the airplanes being a potential cause for it. So that's the only thing that makes yeah, sense it's to me. Just, I mean, none of it makes sense to me, though. I'm obviously too stupid to wrap my brain around that one but i just and even that could have to do with the cl- the way the clock works at altitude or who the fuck knows i'm so dumb that i can't I find it well, um when you spent two seconds there jamie you're not true. very no i was looking for something else <laughs> i did like just moving back to um having a list of people that have done you wrong and forgiving people and whatnot for one second i did like how charlemagne said um you can forgive people once you realize that you ain't gonna do shit yeah. You know, like once you've come to that conclusion that there's no way you can wrong them or there's no You're use not gonna in get you them wronging them, yeah. then it's easy to just let it go. That's really true, though, right? Yeah. Because if you think somehow you can one day spite somebody for something they've done to you, you will never let that go. I think the point, too, is that once you've gotten above and beyond where you, th- where you thought you could get to 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 spite them you no longer care yeah i think that's more the yeah, thing well that's true and i just i've really started to believe that stress is the stress is the killer and if you can you know i know sometimes life sucks but it's all about the way you look at it and if you can just eliminate most of that shit then mitigate the I suffering think, yeah you're way better off and i know that's super easy to say but i know it's also super easy to just get caught up in like being a bummer, you know. What I want, what I wanted to bring up was that Norway Island wants to be the world's first free time zone. What so does they that don't mean? Don't want to be part of any time zone. No time. 
because uh, the uh, sun is up so much. Well, it's so northerly. Good luck collecting any sort of bills or anything. Um, okay. And we're moving on for sure. There's no way you have another fucking page of Charlemagne notes. You have two other three. Really? Five. You have five Charlemagne. Okay, slow down. It was cool. We talked about taking his daughter to Mandela's. Um, and her not giving a his shit. His 100th birthday. And he's like, it was 100th birthday or something. He didn't even know what it was. So I looked it up. I was like, was it the 100? He would have been 100 years old. Yeah. And she she couldn't get, care shit about it. That's how I was thinking when I was talking to you earlier about music and relevance and shit. <clears throat> you know what I mean? It's yeah, just, yeah. And, and you're, you're dumbfounded. Like, really? You don't care about this? Like, no, well, this doesn't matter to me. I think it's also the difference, though, in being a kid. You might not care now, whereas she will, when she's 30, she'll be like, oh, my God, I have this photo of me at, like, you know, the 100th. Mm-hmm. Kids just don't care about shit. You didn't care about shit when you were a kid. I didn't care about shit when I was a kid. Especially Facts. If my, especially if my parents were like, we're doing this. It's fun. I was like, well, I got some news for you. I will make it not fun, motherfucker. <laughs> as a young adult, though, you had, like, um, or even as an adult, you have these things that you think you have to do, you know, be a comedian, be an artist, whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever those goals you set for yourself are that you think are the important things that are going to make your life meaningful or whatever it is. And as you get older, and I can attest to this, you just start like, that's not important. That's uh, whether I achieve that or not, it doesn't really make me any happier. Now that I can see the end point, you know, cause as a youngster, you're just like, you're gonna I'm never going to die yeah. and all of that good stuff. Again, it's just perspective, right? Like it eerily. I think, back it, to Duncan I think it's all about just what you can let go of suffering mm-hmm. men. Yeah. Attachment. I think I just said that right. Two seconds ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, yeah. reinforce then. Boom. There you go. Hammer that Simon out. is officially um, in his feelings. I love the. No, no, no. Just quickly, you have five pages of notes, so pick like four of those notes. Okay. And we're moving the fuck on. I'm gonna tell this one little thing, and then I'll find the best. Uh, when Joe told the story about being a father, and equated it to the banana story, was very fitting. So the two bananas, one of them's a piece of shit and one of them's good. And he know his daughter loves the banana. So he eats the shitty banana. But if it was his wife, he would be like, Oh, two bananas. I guess she's getting the shitty one. You know? I just, I'm the whole great. time. I'm like, Small why victories. eat the shit banana? What's wrong with you? Why are you eating any bananas? They're disgusting. Oh, bananas are terrible. I, think, I think you'd eat the shit banana to sell to the daughter. Like it's fine. It's fine. You can eat it. Kids see right through that shit. Well, you got to try. You know what I found? wants a banana. What I found kind of interesting, and it plays into every, pretty much every podcast this week except for Bob Lazar, is like, it's funny how parents have this like, I want my kids to have it better than I had it. But then when their kids have it better than them, they're like, these little motherfuckers. It's almost like they want better for them. But then when their kids have that better, they're like jealous of it. Like, do you know what I had to do when I was growing up? Like, it's a well, curse. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And it's hard. Like, when you start getting really a lot of money, like, you, like I think um, Warren Buffett just paid for his kids' university, or maybe. Well, he's also else. leaving them $10 million each. But at the end of the day, compared to what he has, that's nothing. But he's not giving them anything. Like, no. Go forth with this. Go ahead, Simon. How many do I get? Just start. You have, like, just go. Um, 
Okay, what do you guys think about that? Have you listened to anything about the school scandals there? The Felicity Huffman getting busted. Yeah, paying for, uh, for her kids' education. That is something else, man. That's the one you chose? It's woven. Yeah, that's a thick scandal. Well, we just haven't talked about that on any podcast, so... I just don't think it's a fucking story. Want, okay, don't worry about it. Well, no, I just I think for they me, be like, fine. I don't think they should go to jail. But rich people paying for their kids to like. I just assume it's just the, amazing the amount of money. Like, it'd be nice if that money goes to help somebody dollars. else. No, I yeah. like what they said. It shows you that it's all a fucking sham. Oh, like, the whole thing. They should get sham. flunked out right away if they're not in there on merit. And the fact that they're not is ridiculous. I listened to this whole podcast about it. It's like a new podcast that's out right now, and some of the you, they had because the guy wore. The, the main dude who organized it all, halfway through it, the cops knew it was him, but he took a lesser sentence if he sold out all the people he was working with. So he started wearing a wire to all of uh, all the phone calls he made and all the meetings. Well, he's already knows he's a shitty person because he orchestrated it. Right. Oh, he's a totally shitty person. But he has like, so, you know, he'd have uh, somebody do the test for the girl. And they scored her like a 93 percentile or whatever. And then the da- you hear the dad on the phone saying like, well, I paid this much. How come I didn't get the 98th percentile? And the guy's like, well, because your daughter is stupid and it would be super obvious if, you know, like these people are just. They played these tapes crazy. on this podcast or people talked about this, what was said on the. No, they played the, They played the tape. <laughs> no way. Yeah, man. They have like, um, they have. Not maybe not Felicity Huffman. Maybe they don't play any of hers, but the other lady from Full House. Yeah, she's hot. Laura, I forget her name. Anyways, yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting podcast. Anyways, I forget the name of it. Would but, you pay uh, for your kids to get ahead in school? No, never in a million years. I'm not even going to send my son to university. I think it's the stupidest. I think it's a stupid way to poison him to spend your time. I mean, whatever. If he wants to go, I wouldn't stop him from going, but I would also suggest that he go to college to take some sort of course that's going to get him like a legitimate job when he comes out. Find out what he's interested in. Or even yeah, you send him to university, can... he's coming out Shepherd, the female. Oh, fucking... yeah, listen, let's not liberal Ponzi scheme. <laughs> Imagine he comes home woke. Okay, well, here's something I did want to talk about. Oh, well, could have just, started with this this one. Is, he just wants to talk yes, to Simon about bathrooms. I could have. I'm sorry. I d- this isn't one of my points, Matt. But he <laughs> was online to meet Rachel Dolshaw or whatever. Yeah, he said online. online. Yeah. Uh, no, what I did want to talk about was the Magic Johnson conspiracy because I had never heard that before. Which one? That he got a. They gave. Oh, that they AIDS gave him a. He got promotional he got AIDS. Caught. He got promotional. He AIDS. got caught in having sex with a young daughter of a very powerful man in Hollywood. Ba ba ba. ba, ba. That just sounds so ridiculous. Uh, so they said you can either go to prison as a pedophile or you can be a superstar with AIDS. A curable AIDS. I mean, done deal, right? It's a great conspiracy. Explains Imagine everything. that was true. Oh my! Imagine God. It, it doesn't make sense though because Hollywood are all pedos. Maybe something will be applied. Was it a Hollywood guy or a politician? I don't remember. I didn't it pay. A, it, I didn't pay it much. Fucking. I thought when they were saying they were going to say he got AIDS from an underage girl, but no. Mm. And AIDS is just the ultimate uh, play to get out of being YouTube or Me Too'd, right? 
He only he, and he so only he just, played. Oh, that was the funniest. That was, that the was funniest. hilarious. Yeah. yeah, he only played. If you don't want to get me too, just come on and say you have AIDS. Yeah. Charlie Sheen avoided it. That's how you do it. Yeah, that's that's, the, that's the only way. Because then they they're all off. like, I didn't, I wasn't. You I have to, you have to do something worse to yourself. I mean, that's always the thing, right? Like you do something worse to yourself than they were going to do to you, and you get out. You yeah. know, the bully's coming to beat you up. You stick your own head in the toilet, and they leave you alone. That's why. Man, uh, no wonder you're having so many rape dreams. They went off on Charlie Sheen, man. Wasn't that a time? Yeah. Winning. <laughs> Tiger blood. You had to see Trump was on his way. <laughs> but he's really quieted down now. He's sort of chilled out, Charlie. Well, he's got AIDS. So just to end, to end it, because I know you want to, um, <laughs> Schultz says, and this was one of the most awkward moments ever on Joe Rogan. I think there might have been a two-minute pause. Oh, my God. It I was so it, long. I thought it went off. I thought I knew my thing switched off. off and I was like, what is going on here? When he said, hey, guys, what's the hardest part about having influence? Oh, my God. And yeah. there was just crickets, crickets upon crickets upon crickets. And neither of them really answered him either after the fact. Well, no, because well, it was Well, they broke down into what stupid. influence means. Do you, are you even aware of it? But uh, again, Charlemagne was, was aware of you it. You could tell what Andrew wants. And you could see exactly. He is so transparent. You, you could see it with the ticket master. He was hoping Joe was going to be like, oh, you're fucking right, man. Let's get this yeah, shit going. Crusade. Petition, petition, yeah. petition. And here you could totally see what he was doing. Like, yeah, I'm glad that no, they didn't do it, though. You know, there was no biting on that fucking worm. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Charlemagne called Dice a fat Fonzie and that's the end. <laughs> He's hilarious. These are good times. They didn't need Andrew Schultz there. So the big, and I like Andrew the Schultz. The big question is, mm-hmm. I really like Charlemagne. Charlemagne, yeah. Charlemagne. <laughs> Charlemagne. Um, I really liked him. So do I listen to the Brilliant Idiots or do I listen to the Breakfast Club or do I not bother listening to anything and just keep it as a good guest well, on Rogan? There's no reason for you to listen to the Breakfast Club. Except you, they get huge interviews sometimes. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not interested in any rap whatsoever zero rap so so it would have to be this and it's only if i could tolerate so i'm gonna give it a shot i'll let you know next week the brilliant idiot they, yeah i'm gonna give it a shot they had andrew yang on they get people on yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a shot it, but it's all whether i can tolerate him i'll see what it's like oh there you go do you want to rate this episode that'll Simon? be fun i give this episode a solid uh 4.85 i thought it was really good and even with Schulz, I thought that was kind of amusing. And yeah, I, I'm glad that, and it was kind of matrixy because I know that Matt and I had, dis- or we had all discussed him coming on and Matt had said that that was a possibility or whatever. So, Kamar, I oh. give it a 3.8. Wow. We didn't do any final thoughts on anybody so far. We don't need to. 3.8, you said Kamar? 3.8, yeah, I just Schulz was too much for me. All right. I'm going to give it a four. Hmm. It was really good. I would suggest listening to it. Shawls is a bit much. His laugh sometimes. It it always feels like there's just a little bit of pandering going on to Joe. Even and even With Joe Shulls? to them sometimes. Yeah. yeah. No, and just some guests in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't understand. I didn't feel that with Charlemagne, though. I kind of felt that, uh, and we'll just make this the final thoughts. I kind of felt that if Charlemagne had been there with Joe, we might have seen like a real um, David Cho. Is that his name? Yeah. 
David Cho type of moment. Because I don't know if you guys remember that episode, but I really felt like a friendship was born on that podcast. Even though he's never been on since. Well, that I think that's just because he's fucking David Cho and he's probably never in L.A. and he's all over he, the fucking He's only world in L.A. Doing, no, no, the guy travels all over I know over he tries. I follow place. him too, but he's in L.A. a lot. Anyways, it is weird, but I bet you they are still buds. A friendship was and born. And I bet you this could have been the same thing if he had maybe it was anyways but it for sure if Schultz wasn't there we'll see we'll see if charlemagne's back in the next year and then we'll know right that would probably be a good if the friendship was born yep yes Matt. okay there Correct. we go let's move on the moment simon's been waiting for it's all culminated in this it took us two hours and five minutes to get to it I have to go to the bathroom. Dun, Are you dun, fucking dun, kidding dun, me? Dun, 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 dun. It's been a long time, man. Dun, dun, I'm dun, old, man. Okay, like, you know give me the number dun, dun, and then go up right away. Okay. 1315. 1315. Bob Lazar and Jeremy Corbell. And Jeremy Corbell. All right. So for those listening. Where are you going? He's going to take a piss. Jeremy Corbell directed and I guess produced... Um, the net go Simon for fuck's sake. Uh, the Netflix documentary, it's called Bob Lazar flying saucers and some other bullshit. Um, and then Bob Lazar is of course the, uh, focal point of that documentary. Simon has been waiting for this forever and he's decided to take a piss now. Kamar, what did you think of this guy? Let's did, just you and I quickly with that. Did Simon you watch here. the documentary? I didn't. I will. Okay, obviously that's a problem because that is what my problem is. Just, well, that wasn't a prerequisite to this. If I had known, I... But you, I'll say it like this. like um, I think what they talked about in the shit is is really heavy. And so to put in the documentary would be fine. But he really produced it. Simon glossed over like how produced... Like like the um, the screen will like act like it's out of focus mm. sometimes. You know, like it's... And it detracts from like... Because... I mean, so... My problem was really like, first of all, the director bothered me far more than Bob Lazar. Well, and his direction will bother you even more. Like Ugh. these shots of him on the phone with people cracking the code, like like it, uh, how the camera's there in real time, unless he filmed them all his time as he was doing all this research. I just think it discredited the whole thing more than anything. I mean, the, the real problem is that this Bob Lazar guy seems like he... You know, he doesn't seem like he wants to be in this position. Why would he do this to himself? Precisely. So there, that is a very compelling, super compelling, like the most compelling, super compelling side to this whole thing is his reluctancy. <laughs> like the fact that he's got a migraine and can barely get through this podcast. Well, that's a that's a different story. This that that was the challenge. Listen to this is listening to someone under duress. Yeah, where you're like, is he making up? But like, he's like, I can't talk. Like. And Joe pressing him. Yeah, and I mean, just times where he's, you know, he's clearly like, he'll be in the middle of talking and then he just, he's like, I can't, I don't remember what I was talking about. This headache has really gotten to me and you're just, I mean. It was hard to listen to. He was under duress. It felt like uh, someone's being um, interrogated almost. So, Kamar, this goes back to when I was asking Simon his rating. We didn't really get into it, but I said to him, I said, even if you were waiting for this podcast forever, I would find it tough for it to get a five just because maybe if you liked the content, great, but I don't think listening to it, it was the best podcast to listen to. Was, I found it frustrating at times. The director drove me crazy. I never Absolutely. thought this was going to happen. Thank you guys for uh, 
letting me go to the bathroom. I appreciate that. Become quite the Nazi about it. Whatever. Anyways, um, so he was under duress for sure. There is no doubt about that. Hold on. I think duress might be... He had a headache, a real bad headache. Sure. Apparently. I don't know if that and was qualifies con- as duress. Was it a convenient headache? Maybe. Maybe it was to get out of questions he didn't want to answer. I don't know. And I had no idea he was going to be on. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, this was right out of left field. Can I, just real quick. And I wonder, yeah, sorry, go ahead, man. The definition of duress is threats, violence, constraints, or other action brought to bear on someone to do something against their will or better judgment. Well, he's he probably has that from the U.S. There's government. There's got to be another. There's got to be a sub. Uh, You're right. It wasn't duress, Matt, and you. it could have been uh, convenient. You are Kamar, correct. the other ones are constraint illegally exercised to force someone to perform an act or forcible restraint or imprisonment. Again, he was under duress then, but he... he, he that's what I understand about saying the documentary, how long he's been talking about this shit for like, and we said, why would you do this? Like, why would you continue to do this? If it's made your life such a hardship. I wonder if he was one of the, um, seven important people that Joe had that dinner with a little while back. I don't think this guy's ever had dinner with seven people to warm him up. I will say this though, the alien conglomerate, there is a very strong argument um, in this Bob Lazar thing for him. Uh, I'm getting ready, man. Jesus Christ. I need I'm, sugar. When he's talking about how uh, he just really wanted to work with the latest in technology and like it's kind of seemed almost like he wished he hadn't ever said anything. So he just could have continued like yeah, with the work. Absolutely. No, but it, it gives some clout to like, you know, just that there could be guys working on this who might never say anything about it just because they wanted to work on and it. And he they said he to. doesn't even give a shit about aliens. All he cares about is alien tech. Or or like they said, they're so compartmentalized. I mean, enough guys, but some people don't. Well, that they're was just... amazing too, how he was saying that each different part of that spaceship was a different team working on it. You know, like The idiotic, the secrecy was like the holding them back from well yeah progress. that's bad science he even said it himself the only person they could talk to was their partner that's not how science works you want to bounce ideas off of people like they were going about it backwards but yeah but the problem is you're trying put, to hide something let's say they had 50 scientists there you put those guys all in a room together it just takes a matter of like 15 minutes for one of them to be like so aliens maybe right that's obviously the last thing they want they want to just think like like he said, they put a fucking U.S. sticker on the well, thing. Well, yeah, and again, it depends on what you were if doing. It's true. Like the metallurgy guys, for sure, they had to know they were looking at something. Look, if it was alien and they were doing, um, trying to find out what the composite was made of, it was going to be something they had never seen before, you know? So that would have been an easy one for them to say, whoa. Same with... Um, Bob, because he looks at this, you know, this plate with half a basketball on it that's able to generate its own gravitational field. And he's like, yeah, we have nothing. This is impossible. That's how you get to the bottom of the ocean. He. Yeah, that is. Well, he said something interesting just in passing where he's like, it doesn't even matter. What's the difference between air, space, water? It's all the same. 
Which I he meant in a gravitational sense. No, he meant he he said that gravity can bend time, so it pulls it over and then lets it go, and it's over there where it is. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying that I think he was insinuating that these UFOs are doing all three of those things: air, space, and water. And and whatever it is, the Nimitz video or the gimbal video—I don't know which one it was—but that. general or admiral or whatever says you know i'm i watched for five minutes as this thing kind of emerged from the water and then took off and did things that nothing can do so i mean something's happening well the anti-gravity or whatever that is is the the ultimate thing yeah Well, well he said that that technology um if you could harness that, you could then do things like bending time, force fields, all sorts of stuff that we only believe from, you know, science fiction books and whatever. And yeah, and he also this? made the good point that, like, if you maybe if you were from a planet that just had stuff actively available that could do so, like he was like, maybe, you know. Maybe this was their first technology. Well, yeah, again, because it's that whole stupid argument from Joe. Like, why would they do this? Why would we're assuming that they started from our zero point? Like, exactly. This UFO could have been their first steam engine. Yeah, we we're looking. We are probably looking at this all wrong. You know, that's probably why it crashed. But let's maybe or well, no, you'd be most likely that your first couple of iterations would be shit, right? And they'd be more likely to crash. Mm-hmm. Whereas once you got better at the technology. But again, we don't know if it was their first iteration. Like my big problem by that logic, this could be their this could be like their Ferrari, you know? So my problem, and I know you're gonna have a convenient answer for it, as I have a convenient answer for it. Why do they why have they only found these things in the States? They haven't only found these things in the States. There are other area fifty ones. Well, I bet you all well, okay, for sure Russia has found things. For sure Germany found things. It's it's happening. It's not just... They, Japan, they, they're all... You're just saying countries. No, I'm telling you, these are places that for sure are doing alien research. So I'm assuming that they've also found them. I know... Hold on, I, back I don't up, know back up, back I don't up. know anything. You can't, say know I know, anything. you can't say I know nothing and then go Japan... Russia, Germany well, are for sure I'm telling, doing alien I'm telling research. You, I'm telling you, well, Japan for sure is doing alien research, and Russia is for sure doing alien research. Germany in World War II, 1,000% was doing alien okay, research. Okay, what is alien research? Because we could sit here and say we're doing alien well, research talking about okay, it. Okay, so for Germany in World War II, the contention is, and again, this is these are things I've heard, that they found a downed um, something or other and back-engineered it the same way Bob Lazar was doing with um, with the thing they found in the States. Japan and Russia, I mean, again, we can when this is done, I can pull up some things. It's all just speculation, though, Matt. There's no proof. Well, that's what I'm saying. But easy, Eddie Bravo. You're like, this for, is, sure, for, no sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. There's for... Okay, so Simon, here's my, this is my problem is, think of how many like third world countries there are. No one has ever found a UFO in another country and just been like, fucking look at this. Everyone show up and look at this. The US or all the powers that be just are always there first. Well, is that the argument? 
it could be a case too that uh, you put it up to um, error from the UFO. It could be it was there being shot out of the sky, and nobody in Africa is shooting them out of the sky. I don't know. Man. Well, but hold on, if they can bend fucking space with gravity, I, I think you could argue that they're not getting shot down with anything we have, well, right? Or maybe they're being shot down by other UFOs. Dun, dun, dun. No, that think, deserves a two-minute Andrew Schultz fucking silence. Annie right Jacobson just, didn't mention any of this, so I'm skeptical. Although well, she did Annie mention Jacobson has a totally different uh, view on all of this, which may be correct, Kamar. Like, who but knows? She did, but hold on, she Bob was Lazar at all. She was supportive of Bob Lazar. Well, she was supportive of Bob Lazar that they fed him a whole bunch of wrong information and used him as a patsy. Because otherwise, that doesn't fit into her narrative. Because her narrative is aliens 1000% do not exist. This was all a massive uh, thing made up by the US government for to throw them off the trail of that. That's where I lost her. So Bob could be fooled. Listen, Bob even said he thought that some of the things they were feeding him were um, to keep him. So in case he, they were ever to say anything, some of it would seem too crazy to like, look, they told him that they knew for a fact that the UFO came from beta reticulon or. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, they, they used to do this when, uh, when CDs were getting bootlegged LP from, uh, Zeta reticulon LP from run the jewels. He released an album in like 2004 and he very famously, Every time he sent out a demo of it to like uh, like music reviewers or whatever music writers, he would put a specific stamp on it. And this one guy named Matthew Schneider had his copy stolen, and it got bootlegged on the internet. So every internet copy of this had this this time stamped thing that said like this copy belongs to Matthew Schneider. And I guess this fucking music writer just got lit up online by all his fans because they were like this fucking idiot released it. So it's, you know, I'm just saying it's kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. The idea that you would just give Bob a specific piece of information in hopes that if he released it, you could then go, well, we know it was Bob because we only gave Bob that piece of oh, garbage. Oh, that's a really good point, too. And do you, the, the, the documentary does a disservice to the whole thing, I think. It's a little overproduced. Would you not agree? I find all of those documentaries overproduced. But this so. one more with the, the screen going in and out of focus. I didn't, and, I didn't love it. Okay. I didn't love it. That's why I said Are there any that's why I like this so much was because I felt it was so much more authentic than the documentary could have ever been because the documentary had to sell something where this was just a conversation. Anyways, let's talk a little bit about the spacecraft itself. So Bob Lazar said he was in there once, one time only, which is weird, I guess, but they had they were able to remove that um well before we get there actually so he worked on power and propulsion and allegedly allegedly and that's what they were working on the plate with the half basketball on it he was replacing his predecessor was in some sort of accident where Bob thinks they tried to cut into the reactor and there was some sort of nuclear explosion or something that killed this guy. So that was a little interesting. Um, So he gets on to the spacecraft. It's all pewter, gray. No right angles. No screws. No nothing. 
The one statement I found very neat was he said, everything seemed like it was fused together. And that very much reminded me of some of the walls in the uh, ancient uh, structures there where the stones look like they're fused together. Just side note. Anyways, so, <laughs> um, but he said there are no wires in the whole thing. So there, not only would everything be Bluetooth, but like uh, to connect the, um, whatever, the speedometer to the, not that there were those things, but there would be no wires connecting any of that. It just goes. Um, yeah. And I like how he was like, he said the tech was the best way for me to describe it was it was borderline magic. Like that, he, they just couldn't, that's cool, man. Being in it just once. No, just even. He was the, just in it once though. He, that's for that. No, but he was talking about the tech of the actual anti-gravity thing. Like the, that's the most how do you explain that? You know? Um, okay. So that, that, uh, he said that at one point through the bay doors, he saw that there were nine crafts. And that they were all different, uh, different shapes. He said one of them was like a sombrero, a straw hat sombrero. One of them was the disc. One of them looked like it had been shot down. It was sitting up on its thing. And then the part that just, you know, fucking did it for me was he had heard that one of them came from an, one or more came from an archaeological dig. So if that's the case, man. And that's where Simon literally yelled out, Climax! Proof! Yelled out, dude. I fucking cummed all over the ceiling. That was what I was saying. I know. It was, no, but that was so cool. Like, I I definitely... I don't know. It was so it was, cool that he possibly made up that the spaceship maybe, was... Or that they, they could have fed that. That could have been a perfect thing for them to feed them. But if that was true, and again, Matt, maybe that's a reason why no, not all countries have found them because not all countries are doing you know mass um, digs and things like that. I don't know. Maybe the countries that aren't digging for so much oil and stuff aren't fine. I have no idea. Anywho. So, fuck. If that's the case, then... I mean, all bets are off. all bets are off. This could be just through this, which we thought was only kind of present day, you know, um, area 51 Roswell shit. Well, you can't think about time or space. This travel could be, like this could be much, much bigger than that. This could be everything. Or it could just be a way to sell. Or it could be, yeah, it could be totally bullshit. And he could just be another thing to him to say when he spilt the beans and it made me realize for too. us to achieve space travel we're going to have to develop like uh hold on we've you oh yeah you don't think we've achieved space travel sorry no no I but forgot about that real line. real space travel we're going to have to come up with like a nuclear power because the biggest problem is all these things are taking all this fuel like most of the ship is fuel but you have to have something that you could a credit card side nuclear reactor. You're wrong. And you have a thousand of them. You just keep feeding Kamar, it in every thousand you, years. Kamar, once you move into space, moving around is, it's just changing your trajectory that's an issue. But you're already moving. Once you get up past the atmosphere, you're already moving. You're always going to need power, man. Okay. Well, we have nuclear power already, so I'm not really sure. And if we have it, what the fuck do you think they have? Something way more than nuclear but nu- power. But nuclear power in a, 
in the size Confined of that, a grinder. He just said that if you have that anti-gravity thing, you could figure out a way to bend time, and then you don't need so much power because you're going places real quick, you know? Real quick. Unless you need a ton of power to still open up. But hold portal, on. If you're opening... He thought it was nuclear. We, we also he don't know shit nuclear. about this. Assume they can bend time. Let's also assume that maybe they don't understand how they're bending it. They maybe bend they just gravity. keep getting lost. It's possible, I guess. He He thought it was nuclear. I like the analogy he gives where he said it's like dropping taking, it off. Yeah, a nuclear, a small nuclear reactor and dropping it into Victoria times. That was like giving them the UF, Victorian times, sorry. That was like giving them the UFO to look at. But he actually thought the power source inside the spaceship was <coughs> nuclear. There's some sort of radiation that killed his predecessor. No, they said there was a reactor. And they uh, cut they into don't, the reactor. Yeah, they don't know they don't what know. the reaction was. Because again, they said they found some fucking element that had never been found before. Which is a very interesting point. So they find um, element, element 115, one. which today we know is Muscovian. Mm-hmm. But back then, when he said this, people were like, just another lie you're fucking telling. But that this is a thing now. Same as uh, that digit. Um, measuring thing he said he saw everybody was like you're such a bullshit they found that machine mm-hmm. I mean there are more there are more examples of things he said everybody said bullshit bullshit and today we're like yeah that's right the one the one thing that Joe didn't ask you about which I'm interested in is in 1990 he got arrested for pandering what's pandering pimping he opened a whorehouse Bob Lazar <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what it's in the documentary. That's why he had such a headache. He didn't want to. He didn't want the. Don't bring up the whorehouse, please. Don't bring up the whorehouse. No, he apparently didn't have a firm pimp hand. But um, what I was saying about that is, I thought if if he was if they wanted to suicide him or whatever for what he's talking about, they would take him down when he got busted for that. You know what I mean? Well, so. they he, his wife had an affair on him. He didn't know about it. The government did. And after he took the his friends up there to see the UFO, they sat him down and That was not told pleasant to hear it. him talk about that <laughs> no, on the podcast. It was brutal. And he seemed like a kind of I mean, maybe it was all of this that made him depressed, but he just seemed so low, right? That when he's talking about that, you're like <laughs> But what about when he opened the whorehouse? <laughs> but what about Well, he was lonely and low. And now they made him close it. He's, so he's, he's lonely he's again. He's lived many the, lives. And Kamar, the government has literally Why taken, did he open the, the whorehouse? Well, we were hoping what, to get to the bottom of it, Simon. I'm actually asked. now more intrigued got, about that than no anything. It's, it's in the documentary. That. Yeah. I, when Bomb Zan's like, yeah, that came up. And, but they oh, yeah, don't doesn't tell he mention you why the sky, he did it. Wait, isn't that the Skywalker Ranch or whatever? Isn't Skinwalker. That the, Skinwalker, that's it. But that's not a whorehouse. Skinwalker Ranch isn't a whorehouse. Simon. No, that's something else. I don't. They wouldn't talk about that. So because he's got another documentary. Skinwalker Ranch. That's what I was trying to find. This woman says she has this video of some like weird wolf at Skinwalker Ranch that she caught on a um, trail cam or whatever surveillance that I want to see, but can't find it anywhere. Um, Government suppression, man. Government suppression. So, yeah, he said it came from Zeta Reticulon from the star system ZR3. Or, sorry, from the planet, the third planet in the star system Zeta Reticulon. So we know he was told this he because he's not an astrophysicist. Well, yeah, he I mean, he, he said he went home and looked whether this was actually a place That's in a the problem. universe, and it is. So, But, of course, if they're... Where gonna, did he look? 
on the internet. If they're gonna, whoa, whoa, t- whoa, 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 what year was this? I don't know. Wherever he, no, 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 well, don't. Yeah, actually, let's slow, no, well, this let's all, slow yeah, down. like just think about what you're saying, this Bob. Is in, this is the eighties. Bob, Bob Lazar went home in the eighties or the seventies, whenever the fuck this Wasn't was. The seventies. When was it? I don't know. I'm gonna tell you. Okay, fine. Bob Lazar went home most definitely pre-internet, pre-available internet, excuse me. Yeah, but maybe not for him. He did work for the NASA, you know, NASA. So, okay. Whatever, wherever he worked. Your argument either way is that Bob was a terrible, terrible employee, first of all. Yeah, horrible employee. Awful secret keeper. Like, even in general about the way he went about, like, I'm Not just going to bring all my friends that up. That was so odd. I, I, that's the one part of this that I never really got. Like, I get why he went to nap after that, because he's like, oh, I fucked up now. And if I don't want to get assassinated or something, I better get my side of the story out there. Yeah. Where was his assassination thought when he was bringing like 12 people I mean, up to the mountain? This it is did, what I'm saying. I, I That's the, the my main problem with all of this is. But maybe he's just he was so young, you know, maybe he's, he was just like this cavalier guy. And well, he's a pimp. Well, he was a pimp. <laughs> we know that. Um, the, another interesting thing was during the documentary, um, the FBI raided Bob Lazar, like 30 yeah. agents, and repeated what he was saying to the, this guy, the producer of the movie, uh, i.e. saying that we're, we're listening to your conversations. Well, after they told him about the wife and everything, um, or after he went to nap, they said, what do you think we're going to do to you now? And then all of his friends started getting audited and anybody he knew who was still in any sort of government got their passes revoked and blah, blah. Like they, Just let me ask you this, Simon. They fucked does, with does everyone. Does 22-year-old you, when you get taken to a top-secret base in the Nevada desert and you see what you believe to be a UFO, at what point do you believe that you can start telling people willy-nilly and that your life is not in danger, even as a 22-year-old? I, Matt, I, I agree with you. I said that's my problem. And they give you clearance magnificent. But he, maybe he's just a moron, and it, you know, sometimes when you're young, you do stupid things. That's, that's all I can go by there. And he was so excited to want to show somebody else what the fuck he was working on there because nobody would ever believe him unless they actually saw this thing, which by the way, everybody who he brought up there, some of them even hate each other at this point. Yeah, they I understand. All, they all corroborate. They all corroborate, corroborate that part of the story. But I mean, that part could have just been American testing, whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know? He says, Bob said he saw one test flight with the, um, the UFO. With the UFO. And I, I did like, just as a side note, how Joe did press him properly on a couple of things. He wanted to know what it sounded like when it was taking off and did it have any sound. He said, you know, there was some sort of... Uh, Flies base first. Corona Never would have thought that. So cool. But you see that sometimes in, um, if you think back now, yeah. in some depictions of UFOs where they're flying like that on an angle. Um it would but make yeah, more he, sense because then you could stand up vertically in the thing. Because he was saying when it was lying flat, right? right there wasn't that, enough space to... That makes sense. Because too. they had human beings that were altered. Well, no, what I was saying to is... To look you like could, aliens. You could then have a human... <laughs> I was saying you could actually then have a human-sized... Well, they said being. it was made for um, about a three-foot... A three or four-foot tall... Or a child. ...individual. 
um, whatever it was. When they did the test flight, though, he said that they were talking to somebody inside the spaceship. So somebody was flying it from the inside, whether that was a man just in very tight quarters. You lost like me. Like you said. What do you mean? Well, they... they how does someone know how to fly it, but they don't know anything about it, and they're still they're shelving it every ten years, waiting for technology to come out to see if it's better? Like, well, they they had listen. They said it lifted off, flew around for a couple of seconds, and landed back down. So it's not like they were making it. Well, I guess they had it doing some pretty crazy shit in the um, videos, right? That yeah, Lazar how? took all, them up to all see. those videos are cited as being. From Area 51, I would assume some of those videos are spaceships that say came down then blasted off again. We're never seen again. Like but you think all sightings from pilots are the nine at Area 51? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't. Um, Listen, I got to say this. is Even after listening to this podcast, I still, I don't know. Oh, you want to believe it though, don't you? Well, hold, listen. Hold, oh, sorry, go ahead, Matt. Well, no, I mean, obviously I, you know. I've said this before, the ancient aliens thing, I just don't give a shit about because I don't think it has very much, if any, effect on... Makes it a way better story. How? Just makes it more fun. How? it take Again, I've said it before, it takes away any sort of... <coughs> it just means humans are useless. Without any sort of intervention, we never would have done shit. I mean, possibly. No, not possibly. Fuck, it could all be a simulation, Matt, and it's... Or it could be drugs. Well, who the fuck knows? Anyway, I just wanted, I'd just say, like, after listening to this, for me, it wasn't like a, a one, a fucking 180 where all of a sudden I'm like, aliens definitely exist because of what wait, this guy said. Let me throw something out at you, okay? After hearing this guy and his whole story and all of this, okay? Yeah. He's either A, a total fucking liar. That's, that I guess is in the realm of possibility, right? He's just making all of this up. I mean, some of the things he said has been. Cr- prove true so it doesn't make sense that doesn't, that doesn't sense. really make sense that he would just be totally making it all up i've never i'd never at any point during this conversation said that i think no 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 I, we're just talking here sure, just sure. laying out some options because i was thinking this too like if it's not okay if it's aliens then you know we have a whole different conversation but if it's not aliens and it's some like she said and it's annie jacobson and it's some sort of weird government cover up i don't even know what to call it at this point because it's so fucking odd aliens is insanely crazy that is also insanely crazy you know like there's no there's no whatever we find out about this it's gonna be nuts because i don't the propaganda is crazier than the aliens if it's all just propaganda it's crazier than the aliens Aliens. Think about what you're saying there. If they just make all this alien shit up as a propaganda. Would be nuts. If there's aliens, Would ships be is nuts. Nut- nuttier. Oh, aliens is nuttier. That's what I said. Yes, but the other one is so kind of... It isn't. Holy, Oper- Operation holy, Northwoods. Holy shit. This is like... Uh, Gulf of Tonkin. This is, no, but this is the longest um, con they've ever run. No other thing, no other government uh, conspiracy would be bigger than this one at that point, you know, or have been running longer or like to the think of the extent of this one. It's so big. It's so big. 
Isn't there an Erica B. Rakim's razor? Is that what it is? The simplest answer is the answer? Occam's razor? Is that what it is? So what do you think is the simplest answer in this point? I think it's probably aliens. I think it's uh, propaganda. You think aliens is the simplest answer? Well, for them to do... You don't think that... that, Hold on. And I I just want to get this straight. You think aliens is more plausible than this migraine-ridden guy potentially lying or mis, being know, misremembering mis- what he's seeing? Or being fed or bullshit. Being, yeah. I'm just curious. I just want to know where you're at. I just... Well, you just said it's the most plausible. Aliens is the most plausible. If it's a giant cover-up, that it... I mean, to me, that one seems just as unlikely as... Hold on, what's the cover-up? The cover-up is aliens. That's what they're covering up. No, there are no aliens. They've just made aliens up to fuck with the Russians somehow. Like, what was Annie Jacobson's contention? Why did they... No, that the Russians were fucking with them. Excuse me. Her contention was that the Russians flew some fake fucking... uh, like they shot over some fake yeah to try and prove that aliens exist when they really don't yeah so then the americans started doing the same thing okay but to what end like i just that was the part of annie jacobs thing that never just it, i just didn't well you gotta get. be the last 12 pages for that yeah i guess anyways <laughs> point is i just both don't see of how you can say that aliens is the most plausible well, just well, because, because the other way is just this. the most massive cover-up in the history of all cover-ups or the most massive um ongoing lie that the Psy-op, government is pushing it. like it but even then you're sitting here saying bob lazar shit is legit the way they compartmentalized is crazy but on the other hand, you're like, but the government couldn't cover this up. That's crazy. No, I, I'm saying to run. Okay, it's not even a cover up at that point. It's just uh, they 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 they're just making up a story and up. running with the the that narrative. You know. Well, yeah, it could be to distract For, us from something. Since, no, but to okay. To distract us from... But why would we do- know right now? The idea wouldn't be that we would be like, that, oh, they're trying to distract us so from this. So, I mean, this. maybe they're trying to distract us from the fact that they really know there are aliens. Yes. That's an yes. option, yes. I guess. Yes. I and love how it goes right this, back to aliens. Well, because that was... Remember I told you that the, the there's a theory out there that the whole Cold War... the And he kind of supports this because he was saying they were Russians on the base. That doesn't make sense. Even though they were in the midst of, you know, being against the Russians. But anyways, um, that, but then that something happened, something was discovered on the base and no outsiders were ever let in after that. That was also interesting. No, but, um, I think he's sketchy. I still just don't know how you can say that the most plausible Okay, well, sorry, I, I don't know what is the most plausible then. They both seem to me very... Um, yeah, you'd be confused. E- equal on both sides of, of possibility. I, I don't know. Listen, it all sounds super They're both sketchy. crazy. They're both crazy, and that was my point. One is no... I mean, one is a little less insane than the other, but they're both very insane. Let's just not have the whole thing at all. To, to what game is that sort of manipulation feeding? Besides so the arms race. If but that, again, the idea would be that why would we know? The perfect cover-up is not that we're sitting here going, ah, they're doing aliens so that we don't know about X, whatever X factor you guys want to make up. That's not how it works. It works that 40 years from now, 
someone like us or someone like Eddie Bravo is sitting there going, aliens in 2016, all those naval videos that were coming out, that was just to distract us from whatever the fuck happened in the next 20 years that we have yet to be aware of, whether it's fucking robots or whoever the fuck knows that, that's a possibility he that thought could, he saw what be, he thought that could be a reason that he the saw. government was willing to put this much effort into that kind of ruse i mean i i'm with you that's possible i i'd be very i be very curious to know what this because it would be the longest long game in history it just feels like they would suicide him well, that's the other thing, too. Yeah. Why didn't they suicide him? Yeah. Because he went to the press right away, but they suicide those people anyways. Uh, it's a good listen, point. Bill Cooper wrote a book. Is the fact that he's even alive, does that mean that he was just a patsy for this whole uh, thing? It's very interesting. I don't know, man. At least one more corroborator. Is there anyone who corroborates the story? Corroborates. I mean, like, look, it could really turn, it could really turn out that you're right, that all the videos that are being released now... Because 50 years is up and according to them, that's when they have to release everything. And what's his name from Blink-182? He could also be just a... Is it one of you who said he should have been there? I he, didn't say he that. He should have been where? He should have been at that, that sit-down. Tom DeLonge would have ruined he, this. At this sit-down with them? Yeah, no, probably not. But, I mean, as a side note... <laughs> I wonder if if we learn a little more and and, and things turn out to be true that it's not a government thing and it is UFOs then or you know more videos start popping up maybe he does have Tom DeLong back on like maybe Joe's now become a a place where new information can be released a rebeliever I don't know like a lightning rod for crazy to come and you know lay out their newest idea but I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's a really long con, Maddie. That's that's where I'm at. And again, I'm not discounting it. I, I yeah, said it's Simon, one of those. It's two also things. equally a long con, spending the time to like go after this guy and all of his fucking all of the people around him, and to spend the time just making him look crazy just for this. Like I, to me, that seems like equally a long con. And like think about it like okay, this. Okay, but it's just, in just, comparison, it's nothing. Just hear me out for a sec. Let's say you are a, I don't know, you're a 30-year-old and you work for the FBI or whatever, the CIA, and some guy's retiring and they send you in and they say, okay, you got to take over all this guy's files and he's briefing you and he says to you, okay, we got this guy, Bob Lazar, um, you just got to keep fucking with him until he dies. You, like, it just seems odd that you're just going to status quo be like, okay, check it off, keep fucking with Bob Lazar, like... There's no, I, I just, <laughs> my dad fuck with Bob yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> his I, dad fuck with yeah. Dude, Bob Lazar, yeah. my son. Listen, my family's been <laughs> fucking with Bob Lazar for like 40 years. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it it just seems very odd to me that. I mean, that's I, why he's alive. I certainly, to keep them in I certainly think I could find other situations where the listen, FBI or I the CIA Listen, I understand that this shit happens. nothing to do with aliens. I, listen, you know? I get that this shit happens. I'm not, I'm just trying to play the devil's advocate in the sense that like, I don't know. To me, Bob Lazar just seems. To me, the biggest problem for me is why did he bring his friends up there in the first place? If we want to talk about the hole, I think that's the hole. That like for such a smart dude, what did what did he think was going to happen? Because at that point, he there was no. 
And again, too. But it's not even he, like with a hole, it doesn't mean everything else makes sense except for this. And he loved the tech, he said. He wanted to be there. Well, he's successful. That's my problem. Today, he's successful. Like he has a, a, a metal company or rare metals. Okay, well, he hasn't accepted any money from the... No, no, no Kamar's, just, he's Kamar's issue like, is just like the government, if they really wanted to take him down, would do everything in their power to make sure that Bob Lazar was not successful in any walk of life, whether it was making money off UFOs or if he had a fucking uh, a canoe company selling handmade canoes. They would just ensure... Kamar's argument is they would ensure that every canoe warehouse he built burnt down and that the insurance company didn't pay out. Yeah. And he, that Bob Lazar's he had a canoes would problem. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? I yeah. get it. That's all <laughs> micro no, but that's problem. part of the job of I mean, Lazar. listen. You gotta give him some stuff. Listen, you gotta take some I'm, stuff. I'm <laughs> with you. To me, that's uh I d I like Listen, my dad I, taught I, me everything I, I know you. about fucking with I Bob Lazar. You. I don't like that either. Those are two parts of the story that I, I don't care for. I mean, the beauty of it is this. If you believe in the government conspiracy shit, then the beauty of it is in all the the nonsense and the fact that there's all this different information. That's kind of the beauty is the more disinformation that they can put out there it just sullies it all up. You know what I mean? So even if what I really want to see is someone who looks like they have their shit together mentally. Cause Tom DeLong just seemed like a maniac when he went on. Didn't he just answer the question? Yes, he did. He did. And I think it was because of what I've seen of him now, I can see that he can pull himself together. He's doing this new show, whether that's for a nefarious reason or whatever the case he seemed crazy on there. I think he was also right in the, if what he is saying is true, he was right in the midst of like, again, if he's I'm what he, just, if what I'm, he's saying okay. is true, I'm, he was in the midst of like meeting secretly with CIA agents and them telling him things that, so, okay. But again, if, if you're in the true, midst, stop, if you're in the midst of meeting with CIA agents secretly, do you think it's a bright idea to go on arguably the biggest podcast in the world and openly talk about it? Yeah, I. you'd have to ask Tom why he did that. Again. But it could be because he, I mean, he's always contended that he was going to bring this through. Listen, Bill Burr said it best. People. Bill Burr was like, I hate JFK conspiracy theorists because they always talk with, with raised eyebrows, just a lot of raised eyebrows. And to me, it's like, this, this until I see someone go on there and just like seem like their shit is together and be like, I have definitive evidence A, B, and C. Like even the director seems... Jeremy was the problem. That's all I'm going to say. The director? Yeah, mm -hmm. Jeremy Corbell. Yeah, I mean, he definitely, like, he didn't do this guy any favors. Nope. I was looking for pictures of him to make for the thumbnail. I was like, this guy's a douche. He's a hipster. I mean, he just didn't, like, if it had just been Bob Lazar and Joe. Exactly, yeah. I mean, that might have been a bigger train wreck. You never know. No, but no, I'm saying watching the documentary ruined it for me. Okay, you're going that deep. Yeah. I watched, I, mean, I listened to Bob's bar, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, Simon's right. Oh, my God. Da, 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 da. Then I watched, I watched it twice, the documentary. Just like, in hope. Well, no, could... no. Because the first time I thought maybe it was so high that it was having all these effects done to it that are just completely unnecessary for how heavy the shit is in the way you're presenting the information. You know what I mean? It's basically because this one reporter story blew up about it. Like, where is he now? You know what I mean? Like the reporter it made his life. 
Bob Knapp. Who's the guy? Matt Knapp or Knapp? Um, Knapp. He, like he's a celebrity because of this story. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know where to stand after this. It was an interesting listen, without a doubt. Tough at times. Why? Just out of curiosity, because um, he asks, or Joe asks him, or he asks Joe, why do you think the U.S. government, if aliens exist, if they do exist, why are they being hidden from everybody? What's the thought process there? I think the first thought process that I disagree with is mass hysteria. Okay, so you're kicking that one out the window. We'd be able to handle it. Oh, I I think there would be some hysteria for sure. Um, I think all religious zealots would have a real conundrum on their hands. Uh, I think that really throws a wrench in a lot of religious stuff. So I think they have a big problem. But I think most level-headed people, think about it like this. If you're a level-headed human being, you can look and go, well, if you're saying we've had these crafts for this long or that you dug them up in an archaeological site and that it's been there for 50,000, 100,000, however long, then you can just sit there and go, I don't think that there's A, anything we can do if they do exist, or B, um, they've been around that long and nothing's happened. Like, do you think the U.S. government is protecting us from aliens is a better question. And the answer is definitely... I do not think they are. If aliens do exist, we're fucked in the sense that if they want to end us, they will. Oh, I think so. So that's my, that's why I lose all hysteria. If they come out tomorrow. So what are, okay, good. So there, you took that one off the table. No, I said for me, I, I think their argument that they use is that the public, the general public can't handle it, that they'll just be riding in the streets. So the other option would be that they're uncertain about what they actually are whether they're good, whether they're bad. So how could they then tell us as the people they're protecting? Again, I'm just throwing another option out sure. there. How could they then tell us, um, you know, they exist, but feel okay because we're going to take care of you when we don't even know if they're coming to kill us or to, Okay, right? so here, that's, wait, you just brought up a great point, though. The U.S. government, let's say they found them and they knew definitively this is an alien. Whether they found weapons or not, the U.S. government would just immediately go, these guys can beat us. Because the fact that we can only get to the moon, maybe to Mars. Right, we're not even a type we're not, one yeah, civilization. So we're not close to what these guys are. So since we can't do anything, all the U.S. government would then try to do is figure out how to weaponize whatever they have on that ship. And that would be their, their goal for however long. So if Bob Lazar is right in the sense that they're just waiting for future tech to figure it out, I mean, I agree with that in the sense that the government would sit on it and go... There has to be weapons on this. There has to be. So that was the point Bob Lazar made. And whether we want to take it to be legitimate or not was one of the reasons they could not be telling you is because they want that tech. And that tech is power. And well, whoever course. wields that power is the gatekeeper. Bum, bum, bum. I think the U.S. government also realizes you would hope that in a room full of people there'd be like at least two that would go, uh, we're, we're not going to figure this out and it's probably best that we just leave it be. Except they figured out how to fly it. Well, again, I have trouble buying that. But mm -hmm. You have trouble buying that even if there was a UFO that they'd be able to learn how to back engineer any of it to make it work again? Is that what you're saying? They'd know that. Judging, hold on. Judging by what Bob Lazar described as the inside of this ship and how this ship operated, 
<coughs> I find it to be near impossible for them to back engineer to the point where they could fly it, maneuver it, and land it again. No properly. wires. No nothing. Like, it just doesn't seem, to me, Simon, it's like... A, it seemed like it was made of mercury. Mercury. To me. Mercury. What was that? <laughs> it's Simon, it's like in, in Independence Day when, uh, when Will Smith is just like, they're like, we need someone to fly this thing up to the mothership. And Will Smith just steps forward and is like, I have intimate knowledge of how the spaceship works. Like, he flew a couple of tactical things around it and blew some up. Even then that he figured that out. And that's what I'm saying is like, it, it, that makes no sense. I can get None. used to this. Let's say there are um, UFOs. Let's say aliens do exist. Let's take that line of thought. I um, say they do exist. So I have no problem saying there they are exist. all sorts of different. Obviously, um, people are citing all sorts of different types of um, UFOs or UAVs or whatever the fuck you want to call them. AAVs. Um we went through them. There's pills there. You know, there's a whole bunch of different ones, stars, whatever the fuck they are. Do we think then that those are specific? So like we would have a tractor to do something. They have one type of UFO to do a certain job. Or are the different UFOs actually different species of aliens coming from different places? I think, again, the first one's a moot one because and it's like, then, why do they act like us? Why do they think like us in any way? Why do they... Like, why would it be like, oh, they have a job for farming. They have a job for, like... No, you... Okay, okay. I mean, yes, they, they could have something totally different. That They also could have something like that. Just because we do it doesn't mean they don't do the same type of thing, just much more evolved. Sure. I mean, the argument would always be, why would they send a man to anything? What we do... Well, they're not sending... The, the argument is that something like a gray, these little things flying, the spaceships that everybody sees are just some biological robot type entity that is doing a job for them maybe the same way that we're doing a job for them and we don't even fucking know it you know hmm. that's a possibility sure like joe got really fucking away <laughs> when um it's, joe really felt away it's all right it's all right it's I do, close. I do, you, man. Um, well i'm just when, trying to, he can't say this in front of his kid well, we do in the post joe what's his name the <laughs> director piped up about the terraforming and but I mean it's true. Look, if we know that we terraform our own planet and that we're planning to terraform Mars, how come we're just not uh, another terraform in a you know in a universal terraforming project? Again, if they do exist, then who the fuck knows? They could be a hundred thousand, a hundred million years old. You know, like the rest of the universe that we can't get our stupid little monkey eyes on could have been going on for yeah but the argument is still big hold on ago. the argument is still that it's from <laughs> us in in that argument if we're terraforming we're not terraforming other planets and planting non-humans there are we we would plant like if you could terraform let's say you ha let's say hold on just hear me out let's say a hundred thousand years from now humans have survived evolved thrived whatever there's not robots walking around and we can just drop a pill on it on a totally uninhabited planet, like a just a shit planet where it's like raining mercury or diamonds, whatever the fuck. But we can drop a pill down, and within a million years, there will be like a thriving Earth there, where eventually 
through what we know now, like amoebas will become this, that, and the next. And, and then eventually you have humans walking around with other... But do you see what I'm saying? I see what you you're You wouldn't saying. create not humans. Well, it could be, again, just playing devil's advocate on this whole thing, Diablo Avocado. It could be a scenario where... Look, terraforming planets or the universe, it could be a massive task. And maybe it's just like, if you start with a planet that's in the Goldilocks zone and is very ready for it, the terraforming goes quicker and you can have something like a a human that is able to habitate it or whatever. But some other planet like Mars, maybe, and I'm just giving an example here, which is already... um, not as apt to take on life. Maybe whatever ends up living there is just a different, a different thing that's more suited to that certain finished product. Does that make sense? So they would be, um, but they don't have pollution. Maybe they look like magma men or maybe they all look like Chico. Like, I don't know what would be the most, um, maybe they live in the middle of the planet. The best way to go about that. Right. Exactly. In the hollow. Don't fucking (laughs) give him any hollow shit. Um, so what do you have in closing, Simon? In closing? Yeah, okay, we're pretty close to closing. Um, that was three more oh, pages. so what, yeah, at least. So there, what I was getting at with the whole different, it could also be that they're different species of aliens, hence the different, so nothing to do with different jobs. Sure. There are some old, um, in this case, I think it's a tapestry, but it's, Dr. Jones, the tapestry Talking about a battle in the sky. And it's all these different like crosses and circles. And it's just, it's a very weird depiction. I can show it to you after. It just, it, it seems like some, it's really old. So it's done pretty crudely. But it seems like that would be what they were describing. A bunch of different... I like that Simon like Ships plays fighting. a somewhat skeptic, but then he'll be like, I mean, it could just be an alien battleground earth where they're just having it out in, in the sky above us. And uh, It would have happened a really long time ago. I'll have to get you the date of this because this was like the story of a story. Anyways, um, but it's cool. I don't know if that, if this has been going on for that long. Take away Jeremy and I, I would be so more balls deep in this. Take away. Jeremy Corbell, the director, and the, just all mm-hmm. what he added to it. Just because the way he was talking, it sounded really, and Joe himself was like, this is one of the most intense conversations I've ever had in my life. And so there's a lot of weight to it, but the documentary did not do me any favors. So Kamar does not recommend the documentary if you didn't get that already. I don't know. No, I, I think that the fact that he couldn't talk or the headache was slowing him down made Joe talk too much because really it should have just been him, Joe asking a couple of questions, questions, questions to keep it, you know. But then it sounds too well rehearsed. Like, I don't know. I believed, yeah. I believed in it well, more before, before we sat down for this. Uh, he mentioned that the group oh, you're not done. that was in charge of, uh, there was one group called uh, Project Looking Glass, and they were tasked with time inside the spaceship, how time, what was going on with time inside. It's just, ve- it's very neat that they like parceled out all of the different, and what a great name, Project Looking Glass. 
He has too much information. Very cool. Way too much information. Um, it's all the details I want to know, but too much stuff he was told he did not know. Simon, you know what my biggest problem is? Deathbed confessionals. Unless you're arguing that everyone has been suicided or has died in some crazy accident, there's never been one like deathbed confessional of someone who's just been like, I was there. I worked on. You know what I mean? Like, well, I think you're going to get a lot of them happening shortly because I, I, we can do the math. If, um, but I don't know where all those people would be in age. Like, well, but no, Roswell stop, stop, stop. was what, like 52 or Even something. Even then, if 59? you argue it was 52, you're telling me that everyone that worked there was 20 years old. There wasn't anyone there that worked there that was 60 no, or 50. No, but I mean, again, maybe those ones got. How many people are we actually talking about at that point that they? I mean, I don't know how. Um, I don't know how that cover up would work <laughs> exactly. Obviously. But that's my point, is a cover-up of that size. You argued earlier that a cover-up... Oh, I think it's crazy. I think the cover-up idea is crazy. Personally. But that's my point. Is like, I to just, me, that Bob seems Lazar, more I mean, far-fetched than the idea of aliens. So, yeah, I'm going to stand by that. So then you don't believe Bob Lazar. I mean, you believe there's aliens, but you then... On that argument, you believe there's aliens, but you do not believe Bob Lazar. Why? Well, because you, you don't believe in the government in this massive cover-up no no a massive cover-up if aliens don't exist okay if aliens so you, do exist okay so hold the on government knows about them of course they're operating some they have to keep hiding how would we even it. Have we just contra- said why, you're contradicting we just yourself, said though. why they have to hide it we went through yeah, all yeah the but reasons. hold on but you're also contradicting yourself because then by that okay um, yeah how am i contradicting myself well on that argument they could easily you're sitting here saying they can't. I, I'm just lost. You said they can't cover up something that big. That's what you started by saying. Aliens are like math. You said you believed that aliens are more likely than a bit than a giant government cover up. And then you turned around and said we established why they would cover it up. Did we invent aliens or have they always been there? If okay, if the government knows that aliens do exist, mm-hmm. then they have to do something to try and not leak that information out there. So, but you also at the beginning of at uh, the jump I off, think, hold on, at the jump of this Bob Lazar, you also cited Germany, Russia, and Japan as also having alien projects, cover ups, yeah. whatever. So you're you're not just saying that one government, you're saying that all these governments in cahoots. Are covering this up. Russia and the U.S. together have decided to cover this up together. To cover up Bob Lazar? No, to cover up alien existence. I don't know if that's... No, I don't think that... I think they're both covering up their own shit. Maybe they are working together. Who knows? Is it possible Orson Welles invented aliens? No. No, but I... Sorry, let's go back to that. Like, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But you see what I'm saying is like... think. Okay, let's stop and say... It, we can maybe agree that the U.S. could fucking suicide U.S. citizens that were in the know that were right here. But is the U.S. just around the world suiciding everyone that has Well, the alien- easiest way to... You don't have to suicide anyone. It's just discredit the whole thing, right? And then they can say... if a bun- Like, look, tons of army guys have come out and said they've seen UFOs. Most people just say, we don't believe you, you know? I, I just I, I'm well no but I wanted to ask you that too because it I disagree with you there it seems like when a pilot comes out and says 
I saw a UFO. People seem to be like, hey, this Navy pilot saw a well, UFO. They're more likely to but, believe it. Well, I'm just saying, though, when some farmer in Nebraska says it, people are like, this if fucking you, moron. If you don't believe in aliens, then no matter who says it, you're going to be like, this fucking guy. You're probably going to have less faith in the army guy because they have guns and they can kill you. They're the same guys who are saying something that you totally don't believe. I mean, my problem is more just that, like, we all look up at the same sky and... Go ahead. You were about to cut me off right away. Why don't you see anything? Yeah, none of us. It's just these few couple of people here and there, and then these pilots. And not to mention, it seems by all these accounts that they're flying around on the reg, which could only, that's the only way to describe it. Well, I was going to say, the the pilots make sense for sure. If anybody's going to see them, it's going to be guys who are up in the sky 90% of the time, you know, as opposed to you and me who can barely see the stars some night because we can, but like somebody in LA or in New York, you're never seeing the fucking stars. Okay. The stars, do you know how far the stars are? We're talking about something in the sky, Simon, just to be able to see anything in the sky because of all the lights in LA, let's say, I I assume it's tough. You can still see an airplane when you're in LA. There's not enough light pollution that you're just like, what is going on in the sky? Okay. Well, I it's just not, your star it's not argument essential is fucking to my argument. Wackadoo, so. that's what that is. Either way, all right. You have three more pages that you got to get through. We're at three no, hours. no, no. I, we're we're good. We can go. I mean, I'm just. I, it doesn't make sense. He would do this to himself. That's the only problem. Well, you and I said that at the jump. Is it doesn't, doesn't make, make sense, sense that Bob Lazar would put himself through this fucking insanity unless he didn't know that this is what was going to come of it. There's no way. Well, he knew right There's away. No he knew right away. They tried to kill him. Like in the in the documentary, like his life has been hard. I mean, he's doing well for himself. He's comfortable. He's got a nice wife. Remarried, I guess. I don't know, Simon. I just the do documentary. You, do you honestly like? I like. I already asked you. Is when they take you down to the Nevada desert, 10, 15, 30 stories under the desert into a top-secret lab where you see what you can only describe as alien craft, what makes you think at that point that, like, you even... And you were saying this is in, like, the 80s, right? Or the 90s, even? I don't know. No, it was in the 80s because he got 80s? busted for pimping in okay, the 90s. Okay, fine. So, listen, <laughs> there's there's been enough movies by 1980 about governments killing you over some cover-up shit that, like, you have to think that a smart guy like Bob Lazar would assume so what does that argument mean the argument is just that it's very odd that this guy would be like i don't need this trouble i don't want this trouble i want to work with this technology so then you're saying it's true because otherwise why would he do that to himself no i'm saying none of it makes much sense to me listening to him talk listening to the director like yep kamar's saying that the fucking documentary just pissed him off so the documentary also pissed me off i remember saying to you guys i didn't like it at all yeah yeah, so I mean, I just, uh, like I said, Bob Lazar seems like a very, I don't want to say disturbed, he, he's obviously, and I duress we decided is the wrong word, he's obviously been through a lot of shit, and I don't know, I just, whistleblowing like this is very odd to me, because it's not like, uh, I don't know. So let me let me just get this straight, just so I can clear this all in my mind. Okay? Sure, 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 sure. So Bob Lazar goes and he gets this job working for these guys who bring him onto a base where lots of other people are working. He can see them working. It's not like they're telling him 
oh, there's a group doing this and a group doing that. He's actually seeing maybe not where they're, but he knows there are other people involved there, right? They could be working for the government. Again, that's just... Well, they're all working for the government. Yeah, no, but working nefariously to trick him somehow. So he goes and he's working there and they bring him to a UFO that in this scenario they've built from scratch. No, they've just, they've built it. It can fly somehow. Not. Are you filibustering this? I, no, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm going to give this side and then I'm going to give the other. Like I just, I'm, I'm a little confused now. So I'm just trying to get this straight for myself. Okay. So they're going through all of the, they, they do all of that. They show him. Can I ask you one they question? They give him glimpses. Can I, can of, I interject real quick? Cause I never brought this up. Yeah. They take him down into this room where the spaceship is alien craft, UFO, whatever. They say to him, don't touch anything. And he just walks up to the craft and touches it. <laughs> yeah. None of that seems at all okay, well, strange. And his friends. I think that would just be strange because what if it was like electrified and he killed himself, you know? But you would think you would just be careful as to what you were doing. But again, I hear you. I hear you. Keep going, though. You were on your tangent about... No, it's not a tangent. So they go, they, they're... They open up a door at some point so he can get a little glimpse of a shot down one, a different size one, one that came out of the ground. Hey, why don't you figure this out? Oh, no, no, that's it. Yeah, so you get a little bit of just all to give him the information. And then this goes on for years. And like, I just. Can I give you a. Or the opposite is. It really does exist, but they needed him to work for. Like I, I just. Can I give you a quick? Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah. Can I give you a quick yeah. rundown before yeah. we end this on how you could run a little disinformation platform real quick? Just real quick. Yeah. So you meet this guy Bob Lazar, uh, who has put a jet engine on his like Buick Lesabre or whatever, which right away is probably a small flag that you're like. Mm, well, he's eccentric for sure. Okay, smart so there you go. Yeah, yeah. So, so smart and eccentric. Okay, so smart you need because um, it helps to discredit someone. Like if it's just a bumbling idiot, it's tough to be like, yeah, we hired this bumbling idiot to work at yeah, Area 51. it doesn't make any sense. You need the person to be apt, right? Like you need that. Okay, so they find Bob Lazar. He's apt. He's a bit eccentric. Maybe they do some CIA psychological testing that says this guy is a little bit, you know. He, Susceptible. Sure. Okay, so then just like you're saying, they bring him to Area 51, Area 52, whatever the fuck they want to call a place, okay? Maybe it isn't even a place. Maybe like you said, they have an abandoned fucking bunker in the ground. And then like you said, they hire 100 fucking actors and they tell these actors, listen, we're running some tests. Yeah. And they bring Bob down and Bob sees what Bob thinks he sees because he sees people working, right? What's the Jim Carrey movie? Truman Show? They Truman Show him. Sure. So he goes down there and he even works. And they even have these actors continually yep. down there. And he works for months and months and months. And yep. He sees all this stuff and he believes he's what he's seen. And then they they know, knowing that he's going to go off and tell people, they then run this other test. I'm just saying, it's not hard to put A and B together and go, if the government wanted us to believe in Bob's story and keep him alive and let him be successful, mission accomplished, right? Yep. They could easily have done that. 
I mean, it's more than a hundred people, but I agree they could do that. But if you sure. want to go on the compartmentalized thing, and it doesn't have to be a hundred people, it's. I mean, again, it. Ha- I I don't believe in massive cover-ups in any way. No, shape, but or you're form. right. It could be much smaller than that because because so many things were compartmentalized. Well, and it's true. You have think about it. You have Bob in a in a in a giant fucking underground warehouse. You really just need seven actors playing seven playing a hundred different roles, like. Bob walks by a From room. From a distance. Yeah. Mean. Bob walks by a room and he sees seven it's guys. Still, why would you need seven guys? Like you, they could certainly afford. Oh, just to keep it as small as possible. Of course. I you you want saying. the least yeah. amount of people. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that is possible for sure. That is possible for sure. I will say this. My though. argument there would be, okay, that takes care of Bob. But what about every, so they're, that means that they're covering everything up. Listen, I've said this a million times. If you've ever all the sightings, everything. Noam Chomsky has this famous quote about government cover-ups, specifically I think 9/11 and how difficult it would be. And his argument is like, if you've ever run a project, try getting fucking try getting ten people to be where they're supposed to be on time to do what they're supposed to do. It's goddamn near impossible. So the fact that you think the government is just hiring the perfect people for these jobs is crazy to me. I don't think any of this government cover-up shit is that plausible, personally. I'm just going to say it. But I like playing devil's advocate. So there you go. But it, it, listen, we just did it, and it's not that implausible. I mean, it is, because like you just said, that you, I mean, the fact that even if you had eight people compartmentally, it, the fact that none of them talk in the future, you have to suicide them. It's just a big suicide and train. And nobody what, else from that program has ever come forward. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like nobody from the metallurgy part ever said, yeah, well, you know what? He's right. I also worked on that saucer. I'm just throwing, being devil's advocate here for a second. Yeah. Not that I know of anyway. Some of them maybe never went near it. Sorry? Some of them never went near the saucer. Worked on something that they didn't even know they are working on. That's right. Yeah, that was probably a lot of it too, is if you didn't need to see it, <laughs> Like he needed to see it, I guess, so he could figure out how it related to what he was working on. I don't know. Listen, all we're doing is muddying this up. We're yeah, not. We're we not are. really. We're, we're muddying it up yeah. for sure. Simon's still a firm believer in aliens. Kamar, where are you at I after all this? In aliens. I don't believe Bob Lazar. You don't believe Bob Lazar, or, or Bob Lazar doesn't know what he knows. So then, for sure, look. I love when Simon goes to say for sure. No, hold hold on a second. Hold on a second. So no matter what, unless he's like just a massive Looney Tune, a pathological liar, uh, um, he'd, he'd have to be such a crazy individual. He actually went on to some sort of ship, whether it's from space. You know, it could have been a cover up for sure, but... Like he believes what he saw. Mm-hmm. He he believes that what he was seeing was something alien. Yeah, I mean, I just don't again to play to devil's advocate, Simon. You keep arguing that the government is twenty or thirty years ahead in tech. There's no reason they yeah. couldn't have had some sort of tech that would lead Bob to believe he saw something at anti gravitational. When in reality, it was some sort of trickery of light. Okay, or who well, the fuck knows? Hold on. Yes, Matt, yes. But the reason I believe that they're 30 years advanced in tech is because they got that tech from aliens. So I don't think they're making it by themselves and they're 30 years in advance. 
Do you see what I'm saying? Area 51 is established. It's, it's all, so, no, but, I, so but, but on your argument, every technology we get is because aliens just keep crashing here or we just keep finding <laughs> no, no, old no, no, aliens. No. no, no, some of them. Some of them. Some of what? Some of the things we use today are directly given or taken from something that we found. Like, um, but we just found the shitty part to destroy our planet, not the good part. It's, to all we, space. <laughs> it's all we can understand of what we found. Mm. Like, again, mm. it's a nuclear reactor in Victoria times, so maybe they figured out how to use it to power a fucking okay car, okay. but not sure. uh, to make electricity. I, I don't know. They're Either way, we, power. That's we absolutely. I've got to wrap this up. Yeah, this was terrible. This ending was terrible because I feel like I can't even argue for Bob Lazar anymore. Well, yeah. it was going to be. I was tough afraid that was going to happen. Anyway. That's why I didn't want to discuss. No, it I at can all though. I can. I still, I still think, I think that the cover up the government is doing is to keep it from the public, not to make up aliens. It would cause too much uh, instability. That's not even a word. Instability, yeah. Instability, that's what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. I agree with oh, But I, I wonder if that is because they're afraid but or he, if it's because they're actually trying to keep Matt the Matt said that uh, the church would be like, well, I have a problem with this, but then they would just claim, no, these are angels or apostles. or whatever. Right, it would be, if, if aliens did end up being true, I guess it would be easy for them to but slip that into. How their, do we invent aliens or did aliens always exist is the question. Oh my God! We don't have time for a chicken. What do you and mean? Egg. Stop! 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 Exactly. Stop. It's just. Oh, we'll leave talk it about that. it in the post show. It's all oh, good. Wonderful. Um, there's no way you stuck around this long. No one's hearing my voice right now except for Simon, Kamar, and me editing this. So uh, thanks to the three of us for doing this. It's good uh, to be back. Thank you. If you did stick around this long, congratulations! You should be on the Patreon. Um, which you can find at patreon.com slash JRE. What's wrong, Simon? No, nothing. I just feel like we got so off the rails at the end oh, there. Oh, listen, I'll talk about it in the post, Joe, but I think there was too much pressure of such a good week that we couldn't handle it. We're not ready for this. This was this was tough. That being said, you can we follow s- Kamar. We still got to rate the episode. Oh, fuck. Good call, Kamar. Simon. I give this episode a 4.9. Nope. Impossible. It's, this guy, it's impossible. What do you give it? Come on. Just to be able to discuss this stuff, whether or not. That's what, not how the rating system yes, works. Yes. Go it ahead. Is. Come on. It's, it's the I best. Give it a, I give it a 4.5 just because of Corbeo. But uh, it was awesome. I mean, I give it a four. Like content wise, super interesting talk. Joe was amped. I knew Simon had a fucking full three hour erection for this one. It felt like I was listening to secrets and there was a, the real deal, like the, the JFK speech. A couple of times I did feel like it was, it was definitely, and then I saw the documentary. I just, Simon, did you not want something more definitive out of this? Well, I, I knew we weren't going to get much more. Hey, listen, the fact that he said, um, excavated, <laughs> excavated one of them, like I'm telling you, that that's is a yeah. five right Don't come there. in here. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm pretending to jerk off and I'm Simon, by the I'm way. I'm busy for the next couple of days. Yeah. Um, so, Simon, you really, like, why you're not buying lottery tickets or hoping for something that would oh, help I'm us? Oh, lottery tickets. Yeah. Um, Chappelle's going to be on. Let's talk about it on the post, Joe. Chappelle's going to be on in August. I'm putting yeah, it out there. I'm with you, sure. man. But yeah, that's because a good discussion. Good discussion for the post, Joe. Okay, follow us on Instagram, JRE Podcast. Email us, Gmail at, uh, or JRE Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, the Patreon. We got three new 
episodes of uh, this Extra won't age content. well. It's lit. It's fire. It's lit. The episodes for July are episode one, the very first area with Brian Redband. Then we did uh, Artie, Artie Lang and Sam Tripoli. Uh, none of them are that long, but they're really good. They're great episodes. To the to. last it was a lot appearance of, fun. It was of a lot Sam of fun. Tripoli. The last appearance of Artie Lang as well. Oh, yeah. And That's definitely true. not the last appearance of Brian Redman. No. Uh, like I said, you can get those every Monday on if you are a patron on Patreon. And other than that, thank you so much for listening. Follow Kamar on Instagram, Kamar Bavar. Uh, follow me on Instagram, F-L-O-I-D with five E's. What's up, Kamar? If you listen this long, I'm playing tonight at Absolute Comedy on Press. Doesn't Street. work. Oh, is that, you're playing on Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. If you're listening on Tuesday, Kamar is playing at Absolute. Also, you can catch Kamar every Monday at Absolute in July as he is it's gonna be uh, it's gonna he's be hosting the uh, Prove Your Comedian. The preliminary round. And uh, if I make it through round one, you can see me on July 9th and 10th it'll at be, uh, Absolute Comedy. It'll just be insane. I doubt I'll make it, though. That being said, That's goodbye. just through the first little part? I don't want people to come to the Monday because yeah, the Monday is just make, the judges. You're going to make it through that. I absolutely yeah, doubt yeah. I will, but we'll see. Right. Believe. Keep your eyes open. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, sorry about the length of this one. And uh, we're so happy to have you back, Joe. Thank you. Kamar. Thanks for coming out. Yeah. Have a good week and stick around for the post show.